They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. Welcome to another episode of the Juan on Juan podcast. I'm your host, Juan. On this episode, we talk to my friend, Danny. Me and Danny go way back you know, as far as middle school. We pretty much grew up together and we've done music together. Uh, I know he writes music. He plays at different gigs here and there. We talk about that, about the creative the creative process and what you go through when you're writing music or or expressing yourself. We also talk about life and some of the experiences we've had as far as family and how that's changed us. And we also talk about the new Star Wars movies and how apparently people think they're garbage now. And Danny made some good points. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Here is Catching Up and Growing Up with Daniel Munoz. I am sitting here today with a good friend of mine. We go way, way back. Way back. Way back. You <laughs> can say we almost, uh, we pretty much grew up together. Yep. Um, Daniel, what's going on, dude? I, I love how you came with the Nebula <laughs> shirt, bro. Hey, man. That's just, there's something about these designs that when I look at them, I got this from a, a website called uh, Into the AM. I rep them so much, bro. Their designs, they're, they're, they're all print overs. It's fantastic because you know what I hate? I hate those shirts that are just like the design, the little the little square up front and everything's black. Yeah. You know how many shirts I had that over? Uh, I've had like that over the years. It's just ridiculous. I remember opening my closet uh, a few years back and I'm like, nah, I got to get rid of this. Like, I hate this hot topic shit. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> Damn, dude, I just bought two shirts like that, bro. Well, it depends on what you like, though. But what I like is when it's like more coverage, especially because I'm a big guy. So it's like, you know, you got the beer belly, you got the fucking you got all that. I like it when it's more than just a square or a simple design. I like it when it kind of just takes over the shirt, you know? Yeah. But that's just me. Right on, bro. So um, I know we've got a lot of interesting topics to cover today. A lot. 
Um, we're going to start off with a question that I always ask everybody who mm-hmm. is who comes on the podcast. And it's a question that we don't get enough. And I think it, it, it really sets the tone for everything, regardless of what we talk about. If it's serious, if it's not yes. serious. But today we're going to talk about some serious topics. Okay. But who is Daniel Munoz? Like, who are you, bro? Who am I? <laughs> you know, what's crazy is uh, now, like, meeting up with you again and just talking about podcasting and doing all this. Like, it's, it's weird because if I look back 10 years ago, it, it's so cliche to say like, oh, you know, what would you say to the person you were 10 years ago? Like, I would never believe I would be where I'm at right now. I've, uh, I've been on my journey of music. I've been in, in, in writing, uh, just video games, talking about just pop culture in general, getting so into movies. I do so much and, and it's not to, to brag about. I mean, it sounds like it's bragging, but it's not. But it's you I get so into everything and I guess that's maybe a a trait of mine that it kind of sucks sometimes because I take on too much but at the same time I love it because I can never I can never stay still bro I I work a full-time job and I do my my music gigs on the side and I'm exhausted but I love that I love that feeling of just taking in and learning and just going through experiences because the days that I have where I just stay at home most of the time, like I feel miserable yeah, and I, I hate agree. that. I hate that, bro. There's so much to do out there. And even if you don't find anything to do, sometimes it's better to just go out and do nothing than to stay in and do nothing. Because like, I don't know if you've had it, but it's like that self doubt that that negative mentality and energy that kind of grows with not doing anything at all. It, it consumes you, you know what I'm saying? And over the years, I've learned to to cope with it and distract myself by, you know, obviously more music, uh, now doing a podcast with, with a bunch of friends and, and coming on here doing this with you. But, like, apart from that, I've been into writing. I've wanted to write a graphic novel for the longest time, and I've got a friend that, that can possibly help me out with that. I've been wanting to do a bit of, like, YouTube uh, reviews of, of movies and stuff like that. Because uh, over the years, like my jobs and the stuff I've taken on have just been all over the place. I went from working at a at a Burger King, which was my first job back in like 20, 2011, 2012. I stayed there for like two years. I don't know how uh, I jumped from that to doing a uh, a job for uh, catering. And, and I earned a good amount of money from that. But it was still in the food industry. And then like, I don't know if, if, if you worked in food long enough. And this goes out for anyone who's worked in food industry. There's a time where you just go, you know what? I don't want to deal with food. I hate everything associated with food. I hate dealing with people. I hate no. I want to do something else. I got into a uh, a movie store. Uh, it was called Movie Stop. It used to be uh, like it was like a subsidiary of uh, of GameStop, and uh, I worked there for like about a year. And that's when I got more into like movies and the craft and and so much more that like it it took me from just learning about something from music that was just from a creative stance to just more about art and its form and all together. And that came from that job. It was the lowest paying job I had, but it was one of my favorites because of all that, all the discussions you would have with people talking about indie films, talking about so much other stuff and even movies about music or or music performances and concerts. It was, it was phenomenal. I loved it. And every minute that I was there, I just, I soaked all that in. And it was easy. That job was fucking <laughs> really easy. You just come in and put shit away. Hey, you got this movie. Where's the Denzel Washington section? Like all that stuff, bro. Can you put that easy. On the, on the floor. So like, I got you. I got it. you. So, apart from 
apart from that, after uh, the movie store, I went into a uh, into a bit of like a, a little rut where like I didn't have a good paying job or nothing. I got into a, a pretty bad uh, little car accident back in 2016. So I was I went to this kind of transition where I was like, what am I doing with my life? Because as much as that was fun and as much as I got into like learning and experiencing things, at the same time, you could just kind of reach this point. And obviously, you're in your 20s. You enjoy that freedom, that wild spirit that you'll have about wanting to do stuff. But then you reach that point where you're just kind of like, where where am I going? Because I didn't finish college. I didn't have a degree or nothing. And I guess this comes from like past mentalities with like parents and grandparents and family. Because they'll beat that over your head, especially Hispanic families. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They always come you in. Ha- they compare like, you to themselves so much. And yes. it's like, oh, at your age, I had this, this, and this. It's like, at your age, I had three kids and this and that and whatever. Times and were I'm different. like, yo, I, I'm not, I'm, that's not me. You know it, what it I'm was saying? A different, it was a different generation. Exactly. Different. And I mean, you could take into account economics and all that other stuff too. But at the same time, it's like you're, you are your own person, but not a lot of people... Uh, realize that sometimes because they're so caught up in the moment of what they're doing and and it's weird because like when I've talked to my friends about it sometimes they're like damn dude that's a little too deep but it's like you ever wake up in the morning and you just kind of get up and you kind of like look around and and (laughs) you're opening your eyes and you're just going like damn like like I'm still here. How much more time do I Fuck. have here? You know what I mean? That's some like deep shit. Yeah. And, and, and it's so funny because I'm like, dude, I'm waking up from my job. Why am I having these thoughts? But like those thoughts will occur in the moment you least expect it, you know? And and, and after I got in that car accident and everything, I was just like, look, you know, I, I worked I went back to that catering job after that movie uh the movie store. And I was like, is this all I, w- I really want to do? You know, I, I gotta start developing something for myself, start going for something else. This was what year? This was towards the end of 2016. I mean, 2016, a lot of people claim is like the worst year ever. To me, it was like the worst year only by like the last like the last month because all that went down. But I pretty much took a, a look hard, a hard look at myself because it was one of those things where I was just like, OK, you know, uh, you're working at a Planet Hollywood at, uh, at Disney Springs and, and um, Hollywood Studios you're working your retail job. You're working this food industry thing. Is that all you're going to amount to? Come on, man. There's got to be at least a little bit more. There's got to be something there. Um, lucky enough, I, I had a friend who said, hey, there's an opening at a, a paint distribution company, uh, PPG, that's right there by Disney. I went there, and uh, and I've been there since, man. It's going to be three years now in March. I'm an assistant manager there. I, you know, it took a long time for me to to get my like act together. Not in the sense that I've been irresponsible or anything. It's just, I never had that, that thing to grow. You know what I'm saying? That, that job opportunity to say, Hey, you know, come up, you, you have a, you could possibly have a career here. Maybe you could get into a higher position here, start earning for yourself, make bonuses, make more stuff. The fruit of your labor and further. Exactly. And so ever since that, man, I've been able to buy my own like music studio that I actually wanted, like the, the, the materials I needed, uh, out of that, I, I started, uh, putting myself out there as a musician because as much as I love to perform and all that, I just didn't have that in me, but And it wasn't just a job. It's like I said, all the stuff that kind of amounted to to that point where it was like, okay, what do you really want to do? And I went for it. I I started gigging around uh, Central uh, Florida and Kissimmee, St. Cloud. Hell, I've played a couple of times uh, by downtown Orlando. I mean, and I haven't been vocal about it because 
like, I don't know if it's the same with you, but you know, when you tell your friends, Hey, I'm going to be doing this type of venture, I'm going to do this. And what's the reaction most of the time, dude, do it. Yo, I'm gonna hear it. I'm gonna hear every single episode of your podcast. I'm going to be there. I'm gonna be right there. I'm, I'm count me in. And then they don't show up. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's, and what you're saying about, um, it really resonated with me. What you said about waking up in the morning and, and really reflecting on your life Yeah, and saying, yeah saying i went through a depression last year as well and because Mm -hmm. of because of work you know and and like you said it's so much it's you you it makes you reflect and look upon yourself and and it's like man do i want to be doing this another five years (laughs) probably not because this is the routine yeah no yeah and i call that and then you're like holy shit i talk i I talk about that i've actually talked about that Mm. in in other episodes i call it the deadly routine that people they want change what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again expecting different different results yes and i and that sense of direction in life and i think you know i'm only 25 and looking back like you said looking back on life looking back how we grew up like looking back seeing what other people are doing with their lives and then the ego in us comparing ourselves to them like Mm -hmm. oh so and so just did this did that and it's almost like you know everybody there's always a sense of envy in everybody but the way i like to look upon life is i only take advice from people who are better off than me because yeah. a wolf doesn't Obviously, concern yeah. himself with the opinions of a sheep. Mm-hmm. So right now, if you're wor- if you're worse off than me, and you're trying to tell me, like, give me advice, maybe you have experiences that I that I don't haven't had. And that's the thing; those are two different experiences. You know what I mean? Like, whereas, let's say, let's just give an example. If I have a friend who already has their own household, their own family, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that would be something I want to strive for. But for me, and and I know people have that type of envy and it's that type of like negative energy they they have of themselves, that toxic trait that they have. That's bad, dude. And it's horrible. But for me, it's like, you know, I I would want to strive towards something like that because in in your mind or in anyone's mind, let's just say that would be the end goal. Having the family, the house. But But at the same time. What defines that, dude? What is the end goal? You don't know. And that's exactly that's what I've always admired this about you, bro, that like, for example, it's like you don't give a fuck what people think about you. <laughs> yeah, and I've always yeah. admired because, again, what you were talking about the podcast, everybody's, you know, you want to start something. And the main thing that you're worried about mm-hmm. is failure. Yeah. You know, yeah. yes, you have support. And then, like you said, like everybody's always down. Everybody, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to support you. And then they don't show up. It's like exactly that puts you even in a, in a worse position. It's like, yeah, man, like. And then being in a job where you can grow and, and, and become better. And it's it's like anything in life when, I, you know, you're the you're like, actually, you're the person that made me like start the podcast because I'd been mm. thinking about because I listen to Joe Rogan. I right. listen to all these different people. It's entirely possible. <laughs> and then I yeah. And then I seen you uh, like doing when I was like, yeah. that's when I reached out to you. I was like, hey, dude, how do you how do you post how do you it? Because I wasn't yeah. familiar with that. And then I started looking into it. And then obviously you've seen me take off with it and like, mm-hmm. you know, really actually because, again, I, I, I'm in the same position and, and everything in life is art. You yes. know, you have your yes. art. Uh, I've, I actually want to uh, write a book. I, mm-hmm. I actually had an author friend of mine on the podcast. Nice. I, I did an episode with him about his the, the you know, the creative process and like the, and the steps you need to take to publish a book. And like obviously his life, like, you know, without, with publishing a book and stuff. like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And again it resonates it re- really resonates with me with like the the sense of direction and like you know we let society pick for us what is the ideal life what is the american dream what right. is this yes. what is that and it's mm-hmm. like what really is it and you really have to look into yourself to define that mm-hmm. and 
again, like you talked about, you had a job that didn't really pay you a lot, but you enjoyed it. Yeah. And yeah. it's not it, it, you enjoyed it because when you when you stop looking, at especially like something like this, something creative. Obviously, everybody wants to make money doing something that they obviously. Like. But yeah. what are the chances of that happening? You know what I mean? Like, you especially have to work, now compared to yeah, back then, you yeah, because everybody has a platform. Like, yeah. that's why I feel. Uh, and, and we talked, I think, before the podcast when we started it, um, of wasting time, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, when it comes to things. And I took a break from social media for about a month right. or two. And it was awesome because. There's so much garbage and so much toxicity yes. on social media and there's more bad than good. And nobody nowadays, nobody even reads anymore, dude. No, no. You know what I mean? Like, what do you t- like? And like you talked about that, you know, some t- some days you, you want to do nothing. That's fine because we work jobs. You yes. Know, it, it, you get tired. You got to you know? recharge. You got to recharge. Yeah. You have to disconnect. Mm. And that's another reason why I do sensory deprivation. Mm-hmm. Sensory deprivation, like, dude, it's literally just you and your thoughts in there. And anything that you think about in there is amplified. I think you should try dude. Mm-hmm. Er, when you're in there, there's no phone. There's no this. There's no that. It's just you just and your you. mind. And, you, and since the water is the same temperature as your body, you're just there. Right. And, like, you're alone with your thoughts now. That can be a good thing and a that can be a good thing and a bad thing because if you're in a dark place in your life, nice, yeah, it's gonna manifest itself, mm-hmm. dude, and it's gonna you know you're gonna have to battle your demons in there, and and, yeah. and your mind can betray you. So you know, mindset. I, man, I've always talked about this mindset. Mindset. Mindset is a powerful thing. Law of attraction, dude. Law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Your your thought. Your mind has power. Yeah. And even now, science, quantum physics, they're relating the the you know the non physical phenomenon with the physical world yeah and that's another reason why i think uh we live in a simulation i had a guy on the podcast who who we talk about a, a theory about being in a simulation we break down this all the different symbolism yes. in, in society and pop right. culture all you know you have all the illuminati and all this stuff <laughs> yeah we break all that down and and, and you know we, we talk about it and and again i've always looked up to you because you're always such a creative individual and i believe everybody should do something creative with their lives especially me like Ever since I started this podcast, I've been having what I call a, re- a renaissance, mm. a, a, a personal renaissance of and not just uh, conspiracy theories, but other things in life. You know, uh, I really enjoy theology. I'm not I'm not I'm not a, a religious person whatsoever. Right. Um, but theology is is like, you know, the way of thinking since the very beginning, mm-hmm. how 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 they take these ideas and who knows, maybe there is a higher power. Maybe there's not, I believe there is, you know, maybe or like how cultures would like worship the sun and then, and not you know, only create, that dude, but create their, their whole, you know, yeah, their, their uh, whole belief system, belief system. But, exactly. But not only that dude, but the similarities between yes. all these. And that's yes. when, that's when, that's when the conspiracies hit like, mm-hmm. Oh, the Anunnaki, like, you know, are we <laughs> yeah. descendants of an alien race? Cause because, dude, if you look at all these different ancient civilizations, they have the same figure over and over and over again. It's right. like, wait, is this the same guy? Different parts of the world, different time periods. Is this the same? Are these the same people? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and again, yeah. we're, we're, it's life. So it's. But is that again, it's that that mindset and that, that thing where we're talking about with like, like maybe it is a simulation. Maybe it's all part of the system. Maybe it's always been something that that despite the 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 pieces of the puzzle being different sometimes they make up the same picture yeah yeah exactly exactly so if again yeah it comes all together to form one big picture Mm -hmm. um so 
we talked about how you create content, how you want to make it. How do you go about the creative process as far as, uh, you know, coming up with things? So sometimes, you know, with this podcast, I'm going to be doing episodes. And with every episode, I'm going to have an accompanying uh, uh, blog. blog right. post. So I'm going to, you know, expand my I'm going to have my website and on my website, I'm going to have when I launch the episode, I'm going to throw a blog in, whether it be, you know, talking about the topic that we talked in the podcast right. or whatever but usually it's gonna relate to the topic at hand okay how do you go about the creative process as far as because i know you write music and you were talking to me about um uh doing your first album and stuff like that how do you how do you you know what goes through your mind when you're thinking about all these ideas and 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 the creative process itself so where i want to begin with like the podcast my podcast is called dude what cool podcast the the hardest thing about it (laughs) was just the name because bro, you, look at mine, dude. Yeah, Juana, like it, it, it's funny because it's, 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 it's simple. <laughs> it's simple, but it, it serves its purpose. For me, like I wanted it to be something that just kind of resonates with people in the sense of like this is pop culture. It's just four dudes talking about whatever the hell, and and, and it's funny because out of the four of us, I like to talk a lot about stuff, and 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 I just I'm a sponge. I love consuming media. I love. Uh, you know, seeing what's going on, whether it's media, itself media, or bro, not, media you know? is toxic. That's and another media, thing. But but here's where I'm gonna get to. Um, are you a puppet? Are you a puppet? Right. <laughs> you have uh, my friend Matt, Big Matt. He uh, he is uh, he's someone that may be kind of like half and half on like where he consumes like me- movies, TV, pop culture. You have my other friend David, who's pretty much like he he likes uh, just about like Spider Man, Marvel, the the standard stuff. And then you have someone who's just completely not uh, along with anything yeah. like Josh. I, I like so that. It's, a, it's, it's that dynamic where it's like you have one one or two people that kind of get what's going on and the other two are not really there. So when you talk about certain topics, like there was a topic we did about um, relationships. There's there's this thing where there was a question that came up that said, hey, so how much time do you give when uh, you w- before you decide, hey, we're, we're going to be a couple now? And uh, it was only the three of us at the time. It was just uh, uh, David, Josh, and myself. And we all gave different answers. I said pretty much it could go as long as it, as it can until the, both parties feel comfortable. The other person said three months. The other person said about six months. But we all had different answers because we were like, well, I don't like it when it's like this. I don't like it being quick. And the other person's like, well, if you feel it, you feel it. And it's yeah. good. But it's weird because even for me, if I I don't go with that answer, like, well, if you feel it, you feel it. Then it's three months. It's like you don't know, though, because you still for me, it's like in a relationship, you got to compromise. You got to kind of you got to know how much you're willing to give from your life into that person's life because it's not about you anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not just, oh, you're around when I want you around. No, that you and that person are that bond. You guys yeah. are that unit now. Oh, trust me, I know, bro. And, and it, <laughs> cha- it changes when you, when you, you know, when you have kids, especially and when you yes. live with the person. Yeah, and when you live with them, that's entirely, that's that's what that's what it is. You know, when you when you have that that sense of sharing your life now with someone else, you got to think about that plus one. You can't just think about. Oh, this is what makes me happy. And that's it. You know, if you got to give up a day of going to the gym or, or, or a day of just you for yourself and in, in your creative process, well, guess what? That's your partner. That's what you have to do sometimes. And sometimes you got to give up a bit of what you're doing. Doesn't mean you have to give it up entirely, but you have to know what you have to attend to that. Is well, what that, I'm not to only, say. but that's 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 learning how to balance your time and balance yes. life because yes. a lot of people. 
especially if you don't have children or you don't have uh you know a partner or whatever it is that, that you don't know mm-hmm. what that's like and like i have a problem with that too like you know Every woman is different, but, you know, every woman wants to, like, oh, cuddle me. And it's like, why can't we just chill in the same, like... Dude, dude, I used to be like that. You you knew how I was. I was very, like, romantic, that that hopeless romantic type of dude back in high school or whatever. And then, like, growing up and going through these experiences and, and dating people, it's like... You reach that point where you just go, you know what? Oh, like me right fuck. now. Fuck that. <laughs> like, I just want to go home. Let's just have a beer. Watch Netflix. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, but let's hey, just again, relax. every chick is different. But every, every chick, chick is different. So, exactly. And again, that's when it comes to, like you said, like learning that person. Yes. You have but to learn even that then, person. it's like for me, if I were to date someone now, I wouldn't mind having a day and, you know, just have a day to relax or just, hey, let's go out. Let's walk the park. Let's go do something else. I don't mind that. I don't care about that, you know, because I'm spending the time with that person. You know what I'm saying? And now I'll offer that too. hey, let's go to a restaurant. Let's go watch a movie. Let's go do this. Let's do anything. Just take a day for ourselves. That's fine. And if they don't want to do it, that's fine, too. You know, I'm I'm more open to that. Whereas back then I was always like, oh, I got to do this. I got to go out of my way. I got to, like, prove myself. But again, that's you, dude. Exactly. That's what makes you you. Exactly. Somebody will find that and appreciate it. Yeah, obviously. Um. So, Danny, back to the creative process, bro. Yes. <laughs> Tangents. Yeah. I love it. No. Um, but but with the with the Dude What Cool podcast for me. It's like, what's, what's the been, name? Dude What Cool Podcast. What's the it name? Used to be, it, used to be, uh, it used to be like that joke because I thought of it as, dude, what cool. Like, it sounds like a stoner type of thing. Dude, what cool. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It, it, it just, it kept, it stayed in my head and we kept brainstorming names and whatever. But that name, I've stuck with that name now for like. For about two years, because I, I did it once. I started it up once, and I managed to get up to, like, a few episodes. But then I stopped because other stuff was going on at the time. And, again, that was around tw- 2016. So it was, like, it, it, it didn't have the time for me to go back there and, and do it. But then now that I've had that financial stability to be like, all right, I need, I got everything that I wanted. Let's just go ahead and do it. Let's try it out. Uh, and the topics just go from anywhere, man. And and it's like I tell the guys, we could talk about just regular, you know, stuff regarding culture itself with comic books, or we could just talk about what's going on in social media and whatnot. I mean, one of the things I love to talk about regarding social media has been just that toxicity we we've talked about back then with like the being envious and all that. But it's just. It's so wild that social media, as innovative and as like uh, positive it can be, it's like tenfold negative. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's a tool if used correctly can be a powerful thing, bro. But you if have, you don't use it correctly, if you're looking yeah. at cat memes all day, how far are you gonna get in life? You know what I mean? Not it's all only how that. you use it. Think about this, bro. You have now people have the power on Twitter to put, let's say, oh. You support so-and-so. I can't believe you tweeted this out years ago. And you're a sexist and you're you're a misogynist. And, bro, and people will go for it. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart with with the Oscars. He was going to be a host. That's crazy. And then they brought up a tweet from 10 years ago. 10 years ago, dude. And then they say, no, he can't host now. But he's got to go apologize. He ended up apologizing for no reason. Yeah, a bunch. But... Again, it's like you're holding people accountable for stuff and 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 Twitter, the people that use Twitter have now taken it upon themselves to be judge, jury and executioner for anything. 
And what happened to due process? What happened to evidence? What happened to to going by things legally instead of just by social media? Like that's how powerful it's become, and it's unspoken. You know what I'm saying? Like well, no it's a, one, it's a business, no one brings bro. it up. It's a business, yeah. and and especially like now, social media, uh, they've gone obviously. You know, Facebook data is a commodity now. Yeah. And yeah. again, you got these big, big powers at work. Mm-hmm. And they've turned it into a business, just like anything else. You know, it's like Elon and it Musk. affects and it affects everything that we consume, because yeah. one of the, one of the uh, YouTubers that I follow, his name is Chris Stuckman. He's a he's a film uh, critique and he wanted to he wanted to get into writing movies, directing movies. And someone had told him when he was doing a just screenwriting uh, for a script and whatnot, someone in the business had told him, hey, if you write about something, doesn't matter what your movie is, if you write about something that's relevant with current time, social media, something that's trending, people are going to look at it more now. Companies are definitely going to look at it more. So now you're pretty much these big time studios and, and anyone else, because it could go even to independent studios. They're they're looking for the hottest thing because that's what it is now. Social media is not just about uh, likes and clicks. Yes. It's all about what's hot right now. Let's go. OK, boom, 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 boom. And put it out, put it, it out. They milk it until yes. they can, and then on to the next thing. Yeah, it's the same way with Disney. It's the same way with Universal and Sony. All these uh, people just want their eyes, like everyone's eyes, to be on them. The spotlight's got to be on them. And once that spotlight's gone from it, it's like, oh, crap, we got to catch up. What's everyone talking about? All right, all right, we're going to make a movie now about freaking talking about uh, Time's Up and everything else and this and that. And then everything's dated because people are not worried about that anymore. You know what I'm saying? That was the hottest thing. About two years ago, and I can't believe it's going to be like two years now, but that happened now, and and then everybody flocked to it. What thing? Uh, the the times up, the whole Me Too movement. Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't. Well, I mean, is that the word? That's like, the one where people came out uh, with the molestation stuff. Well, yes, with the Harvey Weinstein and all that other stuff. That hey, you know, all these Hollywood actors and people. They uh, were, you know, sexually assaulting people, raping them and whatnot. Yeah. And those people got blacklisted. Uh, for example, oh, gosh, what's his name? Um, ah, man, I, I always forget his name. The guy who was in a house of cards. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Kevin Spacey. He had he handled his. Everybody's terribly. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> dead. dead. Now. But but like when he came out to try to explain what was going on, he just pretty much was like, well, uh, if I did anything, I'm sorry. By the way, I'm gay. Like, you don't handle it like oh, that. He, I, I, I wasn't aware of that, but yeah. I remember the creepy, uh, the creepy thing he came out with talking about uh, kill him with kindness. Yes. Oh, that was my another God. Because no. he's a hell of an actor. dude. Yes. House of Cards he was, was one, one of my favorite shows. Or, or the movie Seven when he comes out as John Doe and he's like, the talk dive and all that. And, you know, Brad Pitt going crazy. What's in the box? What's in the box? Like the guy, <laughs> the guy has tremendous fucking talent execution in his craft, man. Baby Driver was another one, which was like the last relevant one he had before the whole thing yeah. went down. And the guy's great, but now if you bring his name up, people won't talk about it. And it's like his whole career doesn't mean anything. Well, that's another thing I talked about on the podcast because uh, I was talking to my fiance about this, Mm -hmm. about how there's no repercussions when it comes to these sort of things. Because right now, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and I'm, you know, I like to be a facts guy. But at the same time, there's that part of me that likes to the conspiracies, you know, like I I like that, you know, what if. You know, mm-hmm. what if at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're not going to know what were in the emails of Hillary Clinton. We're not going to know if Michael <laughs> yeah. Jackson truly did molest those people. We're not going to know if Kevin Spacey actually did, you know, and 
just the publicity because again no publicity is bad publicity yeah, but yeah. It, it, it can affect you differently and just by those people associating mm-hmm. uh for example jeffrey epstein they yes. associated him with child molestation uh, a pedophile you know sexual predator whatever you want to call it and then he associates himself with clinton and all that stuff you already as- make that association even if it's true or not yeah so in in essence it it ruins that person's life so think about it this way 10 years ago and i hate that we're just going by 10 but we could go even 20 like early 2000s anything that let's let's give another example of like a jeffrey epstein case back then no one was everyone was just bad an eye and be like all right cool he died whatever you know what i mean like no one would look deeper into these things 9 nobody the, looked you know no, yeah, they, they saw no one, for because again yeah. we're being fed what the media is but telling us that is the the beauty of the internet and technology itself that now people just like freedom of speech me, freedom of speech or just even the access to information what we're talking about maybe somebody will look into it and it might not be mainstream media yeah. but again there's people out there who talk about mm-hmm. it and just because it's not mainstream doesn't mean it doesn't exist and again you know there's a lot there's a lot of things that people uh, you know, like you said, they just look the other way. Oh no, the news said this. What news? Oh, CNN, Fox. Like they said that it was, bro. Like, why are you I, just looking at CNN and Fox? I have a problem. <laughs> you know I have a problem right now. Mm-hmm. Our president, and again, you know, politics. Not to get crazy political. Politics <laughs> again. I I didn't vote, dude. I didn't vote. So mm-hmm. in a sense, I don't have a say. But again, like how uh um uh Mark Twain said. If voting mattered, they wouldn't let us do it, dude. Yeah, no. You know, this is why do you think they have their system in place that even if she would have won, like, or I guess she did, one popular vote through the system that they have, Trump still won. Bro, but not only that, dude, but not only that, like, it's crazy because they've taken so, so I believe the whole all government is rigged, right? Oh, yeah. And they've taken it to, bro, they've, they've rigged it so much. They're not flat out just going and picking one person. They are, you know, this is all pre written. Yes. But, They've eliminated it. Do you know how many uh, 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 parties there are? There's tons of parties. There are. And it comes down to, to what? To two. just two. To always two. And again, one of those two is going to win always. You know, It would be technically three, but no one pays attention Nobody to that pay, third yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's always, they've, they've narrowed it down to only two. They've yeah. rigged it that much that it's only two. <laughs> it's only two. Only yeah. two people, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, back again to, you know, when you look into things, um, you know, you're going to find answers again. If it's a conspiracy, if it's not, who knows? But again, people, they like what they're fed, dude. Yeah. They like that. And and, but, and I've seen it time and time again, like, especially like on the comments. Like, yes. oh, no, uh, uh, the the news said it was this. So so it's that. It's got to be true. Yeah. It's like, they, what? They, <laughs> dude, you don't you don't question what they're what they're feeding. You? That's like, I always hate that. And to add to what you're saying, it's like people now are so complex that it's not just, Oh, you're fully liberal or you're fully uh, conservative. You know what I'm saying? Like there's more people that are so down the middle or they'll have ideals. They'll have some ideals that are both parties. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it makes but it it's difficult like for them. Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. Which of the two evils are you? It, gonna exactly. Pick? And not only that, that's like, messed up. But what's what sucks about it is or, or and I mean, this could go back to just how the mindset and culture is nowadays. Everybody's either you're on board or you're not on board. You know what I mean? You're on this side or that side. There's no way we can work it out. And it's like, why do we have to do that? You know what I'm saying? And to, to stay on the politics for a bit, and I, and I, I know it's going to be a little bit everywhere, but like I watched recently, uh, and I guess it was either last month or so. It was whenever Star Wars came out. Yeah, yeah, last year. So uh, um, 
around December. I watch The Rise of Skywalker and I come back home and I'm like, you know what? I got to kind of take my mind off this. Let me put on what what's going on. And I put on on YouTube, they had the live stream of the Democratic debate. And it's like none of these people that are commenting or watching this as I am are questioning what's going on. One of the candidates was all like, well, you know, I can't believe that you want to strive for, for lower, you know, middle class and all this other stuff when you're having caviar and expensive wine and all this. Can't relate. And it's like, okay, that the problem is, but what do, because what they're claiming they talk, was, because what they're claiming was, oh, you earn all, you have your top donors and all these people are donating so much money. And the guy goes, well, you know what? Mine, the, the legal limit is 1800. I've only accepted 1800 every time. <laughs> and my thought went to this. I was like, wait a minute. If it was 1800 or whatever, you're not mentioning how many times that person donated 1800. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And no one brought it up. Not the people asking the questions, not the other candidates. They're all like, no, no, no. I've accepted mine at 1800. That's the yeah, minimum dude, of my but take. But how much of the but, things that they say, especially in those things, yes. how many of those things that they say that they promise, they actually do? They don't. They don't. They don't. Because it's the system is set up in a way where people think, yes, the president has a immense power or whatever, this and that. In reality, he doesn't. Because if even even when Obama had the House, the, 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 Senate. the, House, the Senate, and everything else, it's like it's stuff a system. still wasn't Checks being, and balances. Yeah. It's a, and speaking about the president having power, uh, one of my main issues uh, is talking about the media feeding you stuff. When they were, you know, obviously there's there's tensions with Iran. Yes. When they talked about how Iran shot those missiles to towards, you know, U.S. troops. How do I know that? <laughs> were you there? Oh, we're going to go. Know? We're going to go to the war because they shot at us. What? How do I know that, dude? You know, what was the one feeling I remember having. I think this was either 2012 or 2011 was when uh, Obama came out and announced that Osama died. You know, they killed him. Oh, where's his body? We threw him out. Of <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, I felt so it's not even numb. Like I felt so indifferent because I'm like, I, I don't feel anything. So much time has passed. From that, and they've been in this conflict, and then they go, "Well, uh, we got Osama." And it's like, okay, <laughs> like maybe. Am I supposed to celebrate? Am I supposed maybe to go crazy? Os- maybe Osama was never a person. Because who, who knows? Who Cause knows? Because like, again, you've seen those conspiracies where they're like, "Oh, he was out in the cave, or hey, he was already let me, all let sick." Me throw you a cons- let me throw you a conspiracy right go now. Go for it. Dude. Go for it. All right. Uh, all these places uh, that are war torn right now. Yeah. Uh, that was ancient Mesopotamia, Sumeria, all these places. Yeah. Iraq, Iran, mm-hmm. all these places that are war torn. When we first invaded uh, Baghdad, yeah. Back in 2002, 2003, the first thing they did was go to these ancient sites. Right. Looking for what? Again, this is the conspiracy that uh, Saddam Hussein mm-hmm. had stargates. Stargates. And that's what the British and the Germans were fighting over. You know, in World War when II. When they were there, yeah. Because gotcha. of, uh, of this ancient technology, bro. So, again, what do you... You know, if you, if you invade a, a country, what do you, what are you going to museums and doing all this stuff for? Not only like, that, just being a world police. What are you, what are you, you know looking what for? Yeah. yeah, that's another problem I have, you know. <laughs> I love my I love my country. Uh, you know, I, I, I love living in the United States. There's a lot of things that we... Honestly, the only good thing about the United States, you can have guns. Well, there, there, I said it. Well, <laughs> besides that, that was the one thing I, I normally get uh, a bit pissed off with with certain people is that they want to classify this country as, oh, we're, we're always heading backwards. We're always doing this. We're always doing that. There's so much injustice. And I'm like, oh, hold, hold the fuck on. Like, 
Overseas, there's still people being killed and being beheaded there's by gen- fucking swords. Genocide. By swords and genocide. There's genocide. Where is going that on. happening here? Granted, yes, are there certain injustices happening here? Definitely. Are we working towards a better environment and stuff like that? Maybe, maybe not. But here's the thing. We're not as bad as people want to claim it's as bad as For it the is. amount you know of people saying? that we have, we're not that bad. We're not that bad. We have so much more freedoms, especially a freedom of speech. You go to a, 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 a somewhere in South America or Cuba or somewhere else or even China. Well, look North at Korea. Japan. Uh, look at Japan. Like those people, dude, they couldn't defend themselves. No. They couldn't. And they just had to submit to the government. Yeah. yeah, they protested this and that, blah, blah, blah. But if the government would have locked down and said, listen, we're not changing shit. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Are you going to burn our, our buildings down? Yeah, we got guns, bro. We'll shoot you down. Yeah. And there's people that will abide, and if they're part of that system, they're going to go ahead and do it. It's just, I don't know. To me, when I look at when someone uh, someone posts something saying like, oh, you know, this uh, injustice at the workplace and this and that, I'm like, well, you know what? You don't like the people you work with. You don't like something there. Just change your job. Change it. Again, change. We, can, <clears throat> we can take this to go into the new year, new me. Yes. You know, yes. goals and... Again, the the my thing is, uh, <clears throat> if you're not, dude, from the time that I wake up to the time that I go to sleep, mm-hmm. I see those 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 headphones that I have right there. Yes, I, I put them on, dude, and I turn on podcast from the time that I wake up to the time I go to go. Like you know, we're all day at work. I'm always listening to something, whether it be a a book or a podcast right. or even classical music. Dude, you know, classical music improves your memory by fifteen percent. I did not know that. Sound. Even I still listen to classical music, but I did not know that. Frequency and sound have so much power mm-hmm. um, that people don't realize. That's another thing, dude. Like the all these songs that they that they're you know they're playing it at a certain frequency that yeah. does harm to you, and people don't realize that, dude. Like mm-hmm. Nikola Tesla, bro. Nikola Tesla is one of my favorite people. Uh, and again, maybe there's a conspiracy behind him. And again, this is when we go into. Oh, I believe they did him dirty all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he was he was dude. He was sponsored by J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. J.P. is like probably one of the biggest like, you know, like, oh, with the Rockefellers. Yeah, and all those exactly. People. Yeah, those yeah, are the, yeah. Those are the, the elite of the elite. Mm-hmm. These uh, royal bloodlines. And, you know, yes. and Nikola Tesla, you know, again, an industry. They talk about how the uh, and this is the thing I talked about with the guy who was on the podcast uh, that the pyramids uh, were, you know, these ancient power plants, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the, they took energy from the world, from the stratosphere. They, they found a way to harness harness this again. That's the same exact thing. Uh, Nikola Tesla was was uh, obsessed with the pyramids and. You know, the way that they were not not only that, dude, but you have a 13 acre size stone that is in line with uh, it's off by three sixtieths of a degree <laughs> from true north, not magnetic north from true astronomical north. That's wow. amazing. Dude. Yeah. And, and, and people don't realize. And again, people don't ask. And these that was questions. done without modern technology with, that we yeah, exactly. If we try that, would be. Yeah. How did yeah, they do exactly. it? How did they do it? There's mm-hmm. 2.5 million stones on the pyramid of Giza. Yeah. And some are 80 tons. How? Bro, how? <laughs> you know? So back to Nikola Tesla, he yeah. found a way to harness this power. Again, what would it have disrupted? Mm-hmm. The energy sector, you know, mm-hmm. money. Why don't they find the cure to cancer? Money, Money. Multi, it's always multi-trillion been dollar industry. Again, I don't want to talk about this, but I, this is the way I feel. Religion, 
Yeah. Religion is another, uh, you know, society's construct. Why? Because it's a multi-trillion dollar industry per year. Yeah. People don't like to hear that. No. You know what I mean? But again, who decides who's royal in in the world? Who Mm -hmm. decides what's canonical and what's not canonical in the Bible? Who decides that? The church. Yeah. Who's making all the money? The The church. church. Yeah. Yeah. Scientology, bro. Look at Scientology. Scientology's, dude, (laughs) there's, they have cities. Yeah. And it's a satanic, demonic religion. Yeah. People don't know that. No. People don't. don't know that. You know, L. Ron Hubbard, dude, L. Ron Hubbard, before he died, he even said, he said, in order to make money, make a religion. Make a religion. And what did he do? Yeah. Start a religion. Yeah. And coming from a guy who was a science fiction novel writer, <laughs> he made a religion. Yeah. And, you know, they thought about, <clears throat> they believe that if you pay X amount of money, you can... Uh, get to this level that you can like teleport and leave this world. I always think when it comes to that, when they say like, or even in any religion, they say, Hey, you know what you give, you'll get in return, like, you know, tenfold or whatnot that just pertains Pay to me karma. 10% of what you make. Yeah. Or that's like, that's like a karma that you'll be blessed. They think. I, exactly. Jesus. I owe you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's my, pr- and again, yeah. I'm not bashing religion. Cause I believe in, a, I got a There's Bible. Be, yeah. I got a Bible yeah. on my bookshelf. I was raised Christian, it's, but the it's thing, one I, of those things, but the, and I think this is what you're trying to hit. It's that, there's people that take advantage of that. The system takes Absolutely. advantage of that. And it's, it sucks because these people, I'll give you an example. I was performing until about 2013 in churches, whether it be Catholic or Me Christian. Too. And like, it got to a point where I wasn't really feeling good. You can't be a comfortable hypocrite. being there. You can't not, be a hypocrite. Not only because it's, it's so much being a hypocrite. It's like, I can't relate to what's going on there. The other people I would perform with, or even the people that I had as friends there, they went through either traumatic experiences. They lost a loved one. They, they went through this, they went through that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I can't really relate to that. Cause my life was never like that. Yeah. That's you know? another thing Same with my about. folks. My folks went through a, a tremendous amount in their journey to moving to this country uh, you know, being uh, illegal immigrants for about four years back in the eighties and the eighties where that was a lot easier to, you know, go around, but then they, they became citizens. They, they went through all this to, to just have their family here. And that's pretty much their American dream realized, you know? Yeah. And for them, when they go to church and whatnot, dude, they, <laughs> they go through the whole thing. You know, they, they do the whole, they're shaking they're you know, they're crying, yeah. they're letting it all out. And it's like, I can never, I never experienced that, bro. One time, like people brought me up and they did the whole hand on my head thing. I didn't feel a thing. And it's weird because I don't, I, I, it's not to brag or anything. It's just, I've not, I've not had those experiences to well, feel that. It, it comes And it's weird because I always have this belief that it's like, you know, I do believe that there's a God, there is a higher power. There's something out there. To me, it's like it, it's one of those things that it's a personal relationship that you have with that. I could never be part of the audience because every time I was at a church, I was like, let me play the piano. Let me play guitar because I couldn't just sit there and listen Yeah, because nothing was resonating with. Well, me. Nothing that's was the thing. If me, you're you know? not if you're not passionate about it again. Yeah, I believe this is my personal mm-hmm. belief. Again, you can look at me however you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Bible is just a manual. Mm-hmm. on how to live life you know you got the 10 commandments don't kill don't do whatever yeah. that's good because yeah. as long as i feel that if if something and it can be anything it can be art it can be whatever if something spreads a positive message 
and brings positivity, yeah, uh, then it's good, you know. So mm-hmm. people use the Bible again if they had a traumatic experience, and and if they find if they if, if they find comfort in that, more more power more to power you. to them, yeah. It's making you a better person. Yeah. My problem is they've turned it into a business. They, yeah. <clears throat> you know, well, see, that's where it was bothering me. They categorize, you, you know, dude. yeah. So, yeah. so they'll put you in a, in a thing. It's like, well, if you don't believe in God, you believe in Satan. No, I don't. No, exactly. Well, yeah. that's, you know, Satan is, is the rule of the material world. And if you don't, what, you know, what always ruins me about it, especially when I talk about it with other people that are very religious is that it's the routine. It's the obligation. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that I don't want to give thanks. It's like, dude, hell, he, but would, you're know, preparing, he would know more that I'd be thankful you're for being alive. And where all I'm at your now. life mm-hmm. to to prepare for the afterlife that you're not living your life at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like you're yeah. preparing for something that, that if, who knows if it's yeah. real or not. Because back you know? in like in traditions like in Colombia where my parents would tell me, yeah, they would go to church like almost every day at five or, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, this day, Sunday, definitely. It's a lifestyle. And I'm just like, it's a lifestyle. And that's that's what they grew up on or that's what they were accustomed to. Nowadays, they'll go to a, a church every once in a while, stuff like that. They're different now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the the customs that and traditions that they grew up with, they tried to... to to continue and then they'll they'll realize it's like wait that's not really me and then they see that through their kids and the generation and it's like another thing i want to bring up it's like you you have to become your own person it kind of circles back to what we're talking about it's like for me i would want to say hey i could try this again i could try going to church again i could try this but if that's not me bro that's not me you know what i'm saying i have to become my own person yeah but doesn't make me different pray to god so he guides you yes like you know, you it know, comes back to like, come on, man. Like, like it, it sucks because I, I don't mention this at all with people, but I'll bring it up here. It's like my my mom will be like, Dios te bendiga. And I've never said, you know, like, bendición or anything like that because I've just, I was well, different. I say, I say that you know? just out of respect. I, and that's the thing. It's like, it's, it, but they've never really tried hammering that down on me. That's I still good. tell them like, hey, I love you. You know, I'll see you later. I'll hit, And they're like, okay, Dios te bendiga. And I'm like. Okay, yeah, see you later. <laughs> like it's weird because even with my with my brother and my uh, sister later. <laughs> yeah. It's like my you know, my brother is eighteen years older than me and like they still it, it's it's weird because it's like I have this window to an entirely different family lifestyle because of that age gap. You know what I'm saying? And they see me and they're like, you know, Danny doesn't have a, a, a degree. He didn't do, but look at that. He's earning this much money. He's doing that. He's, he's becoming successful, finding you fi- his you own find, thing. You find your and way, you find dude. your way. You find your and, way. And it's not that they see me like differently like that. They're just like, it's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if it was my brother or my sister, it's like, no, you got to do this now or you get kicked out of the house or you do that. And it's like when they had me, they went a different approach. You know what I'm saying? They went more with the, okay, you know, we're, we're going to do this, go through high school, try this, try that. And I mean, hell, dude, with their support, they've always supported me since day one, man. And and it's really odd, like having that discussion with like a brother or a sibling, seeing like how different it is, especially if you've had that age gap. You know what I'm saying? It's like the the youngest sibling talking to the oldest sibling. Where it's like the older brother will be like, hey, uh, yeah, no, they used to whoop me. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I was never whooped. They used to you know beat my ass. They used to beat my ass. And I'm like, they never did that. If anything, the most I felt like, oh, shit, I got to, you know, strain up my act was when they raised their voice at me. Because they never beat me. They never disciplined me like that. Yeah, we had our, our shouting matches and they would, like, raise their voice. But it never went to anything physical. So it's like I look at how people around me, because uh, I guess – I. 
I just have that thing where people just love to talk to me about just anything life in general. Well, and you're stuff a charismatic like that. guy. And that's another thing I like about you. And like, I admire about you. Like you go out there, dude. And again, you don't give a fuck. Damn, what bro. Think, Damn. I, I like that. You my, go my ass out. feels a dude. lot better with you kissing. And I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You go out and like with your music or whatever. And dude, you just, you pour your heart and soul into it. And no, I appreciate fuck. that. Cause, Thank you. Cause again, you, you're a person who enjoys the process yeah. and a lot of people don't do that. You know, everybody's self-conscious. Like, one of the things, dude, that mm-hmm. I'm going to try and do, and I'm going to try and do it <laughs> if it happens, whatever, is I'm making this because, you know, I like talking to people yes. about their different beliefs, about how they look at life. And I want to bring something to, t- to the table, to the listener that, you know, they learn something new today, whatever it may be, whatever, right. the, even the dumbest thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't know about that. You know, like, you know, you <laughs> yeah. got something out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <clears throat> man, I lost my train of thought, but. That you like uh, talking about with people's things that may be relevant or irrelevant to smallest things and whatnot. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just enjoying the process of yeah. creating of creating thing, you know, and, and creating something that you're passionate about. Dude, and about. it's not easy. Like, like no, I'll, I'll, no, I'll be honest with you. There, Most of the stuff that I'm proud about writing came in my mind like three o'clock in the morning and I'm just there with a the guitar playing lightly not to wake up my folks. Cause my room is like literally right next to my folks. So I'm just like playing this lightly. I'm like, Oh shit, this sounds good. Take my phone, put it on record and just start doing the little yeah. <laughs> so that way I listen to it in, uh, on my way to work. I'll put it on the Bluetooth and I'm listening to it and I'm going, okay, I could do this word. I could do that. That's how my like writing process for music has been as of late. Sometimes if I have something in the middle of the day, sweet, perfect, you know, head home, record something and keep that as an idea, but it's not easy. And no, my fiance, I, she, yeah. she, she wants to start a blog and she's mm-hmm. been talking about it for the longest time. And we, we did an episode about, uh, I named it taking the first step Yeah, because our biggest enemy is ourselves. Yes. Always. And again, that the, 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 the fear of failure. Yeah. Because, again, it, it circles back around the fruit of your labor. When you yeah. put time and dedication into something and then you don't see it grow, you don't see it take off. And you become You get better discouraged. And you, but you improve. But you don't see that at first. Yeah. Because well, that's the thing about art. You, can, <laughs> you like, can switch it up. It's like when I started the podcast and I listened to it the first time. It's like, what going to do? What cool podcast? I'm like, I sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, this doesn't sound good. Because you're your own worst critic. <laughs> exactly. It's the same way with music. I sing something and in my mind I'm thinking it's good. But then I hear it back and I'm like, do I really sound like that? But just but start. that's always in general yeah it's always like that at first but you don't realize how much you improve until like later and then you look at your f- first episode again and you're like damn i started like that yeah, wow I, i've come a long but, way but yeah, exactly yeah, i'm notorious and i'm uh and i've worked on this because obviously i have a family and stuff yeah. like that and and being a father it changes you and again you it's another one of those things that you can't relate unless you have kids. unless you have kids and yes, it, it yeah. sounds cliche as hell like mm-hmm. oh you know you're not a parent so you know what it feels like but that's the way it is. That's the way it is. So yeah. having a child has really changed the way my my thinking and thought process uh, comes because, again, it's not about you. Anymore. Yes. Yes. You know, it's, exactly. It's about them. And yeah. like, I don't want to have dude. And then like talking about religion and stuff like that, like how, how I discipline my child. You know, I already stopped. You know, I would spank him, but I stopped doing that because, mm-hmm. dude, they're psychotic. They don't give a fuck. Like yeah. you can spank them and tell them no, and they're gonna still do it again. They don't do care. It, yeah. You know they have like this certain drive, and it's like, dude, where do you get all this energy from? Like, what are you doing, man? So, <laughs> was I like this? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, that's the thing. Like they say that you know my yeah. parents are always like, dude, you were like that. And it's like, damn, bro. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so like, 
I've taken a different approach on life and uh, me as a person, I, I'm notorious for starting things and not finishing them. Mm. And so I could say the I, same I, with me. I mean, like, the last for example, time like I put my up, fishing videos. Yes. You know, yeah. I made a few, but then it's like you said, like you said, it's hard. You know, yeah. it's hard. And but you have to set a goal for yourself. And like my fiance was telling me, like, she's like, man, it's so hard. Like, I see you. I see all the time you put into it, all the research and everything. And like you if you work a full-time job mm-hmm. there's people who do this for a living so yeah. they can dedicate 100 yeah. percent. it's like man that sounds really good dude but you got to remember they're yeah. getting paid joe rogan makes like six figures per episode bro mm-hmm. you know what i mean like, that's all he does with sponsorships and yeah, all that. everything you know but you know how much easier it is and this is you know not just for you but like in general with anyone anyone can start a podcast these phones that we have they're microphone have capabilities computer you have in a, our pocket at always all times. despite us talking about how you know we the 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 worst things that come out of using the phone and media and stuff like that. You can create yourself anything nowadays for, if it were up to me, I could upload my whole album right now, just based off this phone. Cause all I have is set up at a, at a way where I have the guitar playing and you hear and you go, Holy crap, dude, that's good quality. And you would think I recorded it out of my, my studio at home and no, it's the phone. I've had people tell me that. So there's no excuses. So there's no exactly. There's no there is no excuses. You but people are again holding yourself taking back. Taking that first step. Me, mm-hmm. for example, what I was telling you before. Yeah. Consistency. You know what Consistency, I mean? Consistency. I'll give you another example. Back in uh, 2009, uh, you remember how I used to? Uh, I, well, I still kind of do. Listen to Mayday Parade, those old bands and whatnot. I had a video that was how to play "Miserable at Best" because no one had a tutorial on how to play that piano uh, song. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to do it, whatever, this and that. Bro, fucking, it, it grew. It got about like 100, either 110 or 120,000 views. Really? Back then. <laughs> that's uh, uh, from from to right now, it still has like 120,000. And what was crazy is that like, I remember looking at that and just going like, dude, I did a read upload because I was terrible at it. I was like, so, uh, you know, you play this, you know, and you play that and <laughs> you play this, you know, and I kept saying, you know, you know, you know, and I'm like, uh, I got to redo that. That sounds terrible. Let me, let, and then I did a, a re upload, but it's, it's pretty much a whole separate video of the same tutorial, just a lot better, you know, com- it's like more comprehensible. People can listen to it and be like, all right, whatever. And that one got like 30 something thousand. I did a, another one. A with, yeah. And it's still a lot. And what's funny is that I look back at that and I'm like, if I would have kept that going, who knows, you know, where you were in be. the early stages of it. Yes, so. exactly. And not only that, it's like it was a there was a market for that. And there is pretty much still a market sort of for that. For tutorials, anytime, anybody like when people ask me, where did you learn piano? Where did you learn music? Dude, YouTube. I didn't have to pay a single dollar. Yeah. For, yeah for a lessons. lot of people don't understand the wealth of knowledge that there is on mm-hmm. YouTube when it comes to absolutely everything. But everything. another scary part about it is that it's an organization and they control what is and that's on what there it, now. it became. And it's, now. it's a business. Yes. It's a and business. So when you look at these content creators over the years that made a living off of that all these algorithms and all this yeah they're seeing exactly. they're, they're they're showing you what you want what they want you to see in With, a sense exactly you know and yep. it's starting it's starting to get harder and harder to find other things like that, for me i wanted to do a movie but when i did the podcast i wanted it to be based off just movies and you know comic book movies whatever star wars this and that but then I started realizing, dude, there's so much of that. Not only with you have YouTube, to find but, your niche, but you got to find. Yeah, but you got to find of your niches. Audience. Speaking yeah. of, of finding your niche. I'm the kind of person I've, I've done everything. Right. You know, I've done music. I'm obviously doing astronomy. Now it's my telescope. Right <laughs> yeah. There. Yeah. Um, I'm doing this. Uh, I do fishing. 
you know, things that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. But out of the 25 years of my life, I haven't found that thing. Right. That that I'm a hundred percent invested into. You know what I mean? Like, like, but you know, something good that you can take out of that though. I've jumped around. Still, yeah. But that's the thing. You were able to take that on. Yeah. Woulda, you coulda, shoulda. So if it, if it didn't go through, then I can't go back and like, and, and but you say can't, you can't just 30 say, years from now say, yeah. Oh, well I never tried that. So well, who knows exactly. where I could have gone. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, you do have that. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. But at the same time, the, what I try to take when I have to pretty much leave something unfinished and I don't go back to it, it's like, look, I didn't finish the book that I wanted to write, but you know what? I did something. I have my files here. I did this. I took this upon myself and I learned more about the industry. I learned more about the craft. Hell, you have so much knowledge yourself that you took yourself. You know what I'm saying? You took that first step essentially. And yeah, you didn't go through the door entirely, but you found out that you were able to pick this up. Mm -hmm. Whereas so many other people are not capable. They don't of take that, that first step. For example, I was in the in in a in a band uh, in 2012, Water's I Edge. I remember. Yeah. And the most we did was Hard Rock Cafe, a battle of the bands with just like five six people in the audience. But like, <laughs> what was so great about it? This is the positive I take out of that. It's like I saw a day to remember the following year there, and in my mind the whole time I was like, dude, these guys in in one of my favorite bands, they're playing on the same stage that I was playing with my friends. You know, I'm able to say that. If you, you know play your saying? cards right, anything yeah. is possible. Anything is possible. And that was just off a of whim. We spammed the hell out of everybody that we knew and friends and family. We're like, you have to. vote for us, vote for us, go this. That. And you put yourself out there. And when you do that, like great things happen. And yeah, sure, the band didn't end up working out. But I can't look at it as a, oh, this was just terrible. It just didn't go nowhere. Some of some of them did. You know, some of them had that mentality. But when we talk about it and we get to, we got together a few months ago just to do like a, a run through of the songs and stuff because we hadn't seen each other in a while. We were just like trying to catch up. And it was funny. We brought up good memories and everything. Yeah, those are the things you have to take away from that and go, dude. We managed to do a lot. Yeah, it sucked that we didn't go we didn't go through with it or anything, but it's like, you know, it, and our lives are different now, but it, it shouldn't take away the positive is what I have always tried to stay in this positive mindset of like, if something doesn't end up working out, it's for a reason. You know, well, that's maybe the thing. that's not meant we, for you. We go maybe back you gotta go to, yeah. to everything will fall in line when it should. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe it didn't work out for you then. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, yeah. What are your what are your views, especially um, like being and making content and making art because everything is art, you know, everything's yeah. a craft. Yeah. whatever you do in life, no matter what, you know, even if you even if you're a janitor somewhere. Yeah, that's an art, dude, because if you're not good at what you do, mm -hmm. then what's the point? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like you, if, if you're hired to clean toilets somewhere, yeah. mm -hmm. you better clean those toilets. Yeah, you better exactly. Clean good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You better be good at that. What what's your take on? Uh, you know, as far as criticism and like when you take it or like giving it, what are your thoughts on that? So I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'll put this with music because with music, I'll, I'll, I understand everything clearer with that. When I started gigging and uh, I, w I went to different restaurants, bars and whatnot, um, I would invite people. Sometimes most of them wouldn't show up and it was understandable. You know, everyone's got their own life and whatnot. Some people support and it's all good. But in all honesty, you get that that real criticism you're looking for is out of the people that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? The people you meet for the first time. I've had people come up to me and tell me, 
bro, I've never seen a musician switch from uh, Africa by Toto to Take On Me to playing a, 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 a what's it called, Sean Mendes song and then going to Bruno Mars and then going to play freaking uh, T-Pain. Like, that is ridiculous. You're the only one that does it and it sounds great. And it's like, it's cool to hear. You know what I'm saying? Because in my mind, it's like some people may not like that. You know, some people may just like something standard or whatnot. I'm the type of guy that likes to mix everything. So if I have a song that I want to perform, I'm going to perform it first off my way. You know, it's not going to be the same tune. It's not going to be the same notes because it's like you could do that off your phone. I'd rather do it, change the change the key of it. Uh, instead of playing it fast, I'll play it slower. I'll, I'll, I'll go on so many approaches that like people will recognize the song, but they're only going to recognize it more because, hey, I like the way that you did it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And... That's what I strive for. Yeah, when I post my stuff on Instagram or Facebook, like I get more outreach on Instagram than I than I do on Facebook. I don't post on YouTube because forget it. YouTube, unless you're doing something trending at that point, then that's how it goes. But who knows? But who knows? Exactly. So that's like my approach to it's always been like you, you got to expand from your environment. You got to expand from your setting. This album that I have coming out, I'm going to name it the Sunset Sessions. And it's pretty much going to be this concept of like, you know, songs that you do when you're like just chill songs about either love or just kind of like your inner thoughts and life and stuff like that. And some of them are old. Some of these I, I wrote back like a couple years ago and, and some I just wrote like a few months ago. But this was something that in my mind, I'm like, dude, it's already going to be a new decade. It's going to be this. Yeah, it, it went into the whole new year, new me thing. But it's like, how much longer are you going to wait to do what you want to do. You have a, a, a big arsenal of stuff. You have a bass, two electric guitars, two acoustics, a ukulele now. No Shit, excuses. I have so much stuff. And a home studio. What is your excuse? What are you waiting on? And all the time, it's like I've been waiting on having more, uh, you know, friends who are musicians to help me out and give their input and this and that. But it's like, dude, you can create this. What are you waiting for? You cannot hold on to this any longer because the more you yearn for it, the more time passes by. And then what? You're just going to wait till your passion's not there anymore. There was a point that I, I did this in, in New Year's and it was like this long thing because I'm not a very open person. Not not so much that it's not that I'm open. It's just like with with close friends, I'm open to a certain point because what happens with me is that I'm pretty much the therapist friend. Everyone comes to me with their problems, talks to me, this and that. But, like, I don't usually get the, hey, how are you? Hey, are you feeling all right? You know, I don't usually have those times to vent until I, I do with my, uh, you know, three close friends. But it's one of those things that people know me and consider me a good friend, but they don't know more than just that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They don't know more than what, what they've been given. So I opened up a bit and I said, hey, look, to be honest, if it wasn't for people like, you know, supporting me and actually telling me, dude, keep going with your dream. Keep going with music. Why'd you stop music? Keep going. Get out there. Like I would have given that up a while ago, probably 2015 or so. But I've always had people cheering me on and I can I can't forget that. You know what I'm saying? That that type of stuff has stuck with me a long way that it, it, it also contributed to the whole like, dude, what do you want to do? 
You know what I'm saying? Okay, I had to put the music aside a bit, get that full-time job, work hard, work hard, you know. Because you have to survive. You have yeah, you to have pay. to, exactly. And then when you have that, allow that to come back in. Because I used to take that approach back then when I did the band and everything. Oh, jump on this. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's, you know, put money into that. You know, you're working your, your part-time job and pays you, you know, bi-weekly. You're living paycheck to paycheck. But come on, let's, let's do it. And it's like it never worked out. And it's like this time, this approach that I'm doing, I've made the most for myself without anyone's help, you know, and it was something that when when I saw the results of that, it's like, yeah, I had people cheering me on. Yeah, there were people that gave me advice and and, and credit to those people, too. But and the, at the end of the day, it's you. You are the one that that creates what's coming for you. You know what I'm saying? I never thought I would make more than 300 bucks at a at a gig ever in my life. Um, playing for somebody? Of, no, playing just uh, being pretty much at a at a restaurant, Open at a bar. Mic. No, bar restaurant, just playing, just playing, and they would pay me a one fifty fee, and then the rest is just tips. Oh, and really? I, yeah. Oh, and so I, you're making money playing? Yes. I thought you were yeah. just doing, dude. I thought you were just doing open mic. No, no, no. Oh, I did shit. that for a while. This changes everything, bro. <laughs> I want to start getting. Let's start too. this over. Yeah. <laughs> no, um. Um, no. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I've earned a lot of money from that dude. And it was crazy. Cause when I, when, when I found out how much I made and it was like over a grand that I made just, you know, from gigging and stuff, I'm like, dude, this is great. This is the most money I've made. It makes besides you, being in the band. Yeah. Money. So, so that, you but know, it's not so much about the money. It's th- more about the, the sense of like, can I do this? Will people be interested? You Will can't people make it work. Look, you know what I'm saying? But because that, I know it sounds so much like, oh, it's just the money. It's, just, it's not so much that. No, it's no, the but sense the, of don't feel that, bad because no, of that, though. No, no. It, that's what I'm trying to say. It's that, that reassurance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because someone will stop by literally with a 20 in their hand and be like, dude, that's fucking amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? People don't have to do that. Some people will spending five bucks enough is, is enough to make people just like go. Oh, I don't know if I could spend that. Yeah, yeah. And some people go out of their way so that they really like something. Then they show you. I mean, I've always been about that mindset, too. Why would I spend five money, five uh, you know, dollars on something that I don't really think is is that great? But then I see another person create something that even if they're on a startup, but I am um, I'm impressed by it. I'm like, dude, let me get that art piece. Let me get that. I'll definitely buy that. You know, it's yeah, it's, so it's showing support. And, and not only that, yeah. but spreading positivity yes. because maybe you made that person's day. And like you said, like because back uh, then I never thought in my mind that someone would would tip me or give me money. Yeah, but, you know what I'm but saying? at the same time, again, again, it goes back to the fruit of your labor. Like you're making yeah. something. It's art, dude. People yeah. are going to interpret it and it's not going to resonate with everybody. It, you know, people are going to take it the way they want. Yeah. Uh, maybe it touched that person in a way that it didn't touch the person next to them. That's why maybe they didn't give mm-hmm. you a tip. But I feel like and I, and I had a conversation with somebody um about this the other day about he's how he's making you know he he he, he's almost like ashamed of saying that he makes money off his youtube videos Uh he's like yeah dude and you know you know and and i and i do make money off the videos and but i don't like to uh you know i i don't i don't do it because of that but it's like dude why are you like ashamed almost of like making money it's like you're putting your work and you're putting your time in and if you can make money off of something that you love more power to you exactly you know what i mean like that's awesome dude like that that's great but I thought you were just playing open mics, dude. Nah, bro. But no, no, um, no. A, a quote I want to I want to put in a quote um, that uh, you know how you were talking about uh, 
it relates to this people's opinion and stuff by Marcus Aurelius. It's, it never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinions than our own. And again, this comes back to that, to that, that mindset of, of being your own worst enemy. And, and this, this, this society and culture of everything's based upon likes and how many comments and how many views you can Mm -hmm. get. And it's like, it takes, but that takes the fun out of everything. Oh, it does. It does. And don't get me wrong. There, there have been performances where I would just make, you know, the minimum of, of the, you know, whatever they pay me. Or if not, it would have been like still, dude. But 150 you just bucks in a few hours, just three just, hours, just to just play. That's more than people make. You know, it's way more than people make. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like that's 50 yeah. bucks an hour. And I mean, bro. if you go with a band, just to give you a bit of insight, it's like if you play with a rock band at like let's say Sound Bar or or somewhere downtown Orlando, you pretty much making back. Just you have to first get 25 people to buy tickets. Essentially, you got to get 25 tickets pre-sold. Some depends on who you who you uh, book with, but the, the booking company will be like, look, you got a 25 uh, tickets that you have to sell bare minimum. And then from that, you get like a, like a $5, you know, per ticket. Yeah. That's what you get paid to you. So some guys make about 30 or a hundred or whatever, but sometimes they don't make anything at all because if there's but not again, enough people it's, there, it's all about exposure and, but that's, things take time. And that's dude. where, and that's where it gets tricky because if you look into this industry, You'll have people reach out. I've had someone reach out and I'm not going to drop names or nothing, but I I had someone reach out that said, Hey, we're going to have this event, right? And it's going to be for this type of company and this type of thing. And this is how much we're willing to pay. And I was like, all right, cool. Come a few days before the event and I'm ready. You know, I got all my stuff ready to go and it's all good, whatever. And then they go, Hey, listen, we don't have enough money in the budget for performance and entertainment. And I go, well, uh, so what are you trying to say? You're trying to say that I just, I'm pretty much just going to be playing for free then. And they're like, yeah, but it would be a great way for exposure. We'll put your name on a banner and everything. And I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that because I've had other people reach out. And even if the event was small or whatnot, they still, you know, their word was their bond and they, they yeah, went through yeah, with it. Yeah. So you can't tell me that even if this was like a city official or anyone else, you have the money for it. You just don't want to pay yeah. because for you, it's like, oh, this is just art and, and, and performance art. It's, it's whatever. But they it's, need the exposure. It goes exposure. deeper than that, dude. It goes and deeper. Of course, yeah. But it's, it, in, in my mentality towards it, even when I've talked to friends who are in bands and whatnot, it's like, look, how much longer are you going to stay in a band that you're just playing in Central Florida? What's your goal here? Are you you want a tour? You want to go around the world and, and, you know, and perform? That's anybody's dream. Hell, that's my dream. But you got to play it smart. Why are you just marketing yourself in Central Florida? That's not the goal, dude. You got to get out of here. Not saying, oh, you got to move out. You got to start distributing your music out there. You got to, if you have to put the money down for a $5, you know, boost your, your exposure and stuff to, to other people. Oh, I'm going to be do doing that. that. I'm going to exactly. be doing that because, again, like you said, exposure. Yes. But yeah, I don't, right now, bro, I've had people reach out to me mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to listen to a podcast. Like, well, it's not out yet. It's so not, like, yeah, it's yeah. not out yet. It's going to be out soon. But like, but, but that's your approach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You would rather have a finished product at the moment and go, you know yeah, what? Yeah, because dude, you, gonna... know, you don't even know how many times, like, like, because it's like a TV series, essentially. Like, I've wanted to put yeah. it out, like, oh, I'm going to, and you have you're gonna have that pressure because trust me like coming from me myself that it's like that's the thing i used to do the weekly you know and i still kind of do but it's every two weeks now but it's like every week it would have been like the open mic right 
I used to do that for a while. And then it was like, oh, you got to perform three songs. Every time I would have gone, there were people that were playing the same songs every week. Damn. And then, no. And then what I thought was, well, I'm not going to be like the rest of these guys. Let me start learning more music. It gave me that drive. Dude, but you know so many songs. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's like an encyclopedia (laughs) of song. Like literally, like I remember in high school. Yeah, yeah. You, man, I was like, how the hell does this kid like remember all these songs? And like, you know, all the lyrics. And I was like, what? Dude, and and it was late nights, man. There would be some nights where I'd stay up and I'm like, you know, set the piano to low volume. And I'm just singing to myself, just humming it out. Like what helped me was uh, at, at high school. I would take the the keyboard. I was always a piano all the guy time. all the time. And I'm in the middle of the hallway, bro. And I'm singing horribly. I'm singing horribly, but it's literally me practicing because I'm like, if I put more practice to it, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And I was made fun of for it. Like people would make fun of me for the singing and all that. But then towards 2011, when I graduated, they were like, dude, this guy, this guy's got it, you know? And that was part of the, the, the thing that made me go, okay, let's, let's keep this going. This is cool. You know, of course the weirdest step was joining the, the metal band because I was just like, uh, <laughs> my favorite band's Coldplay and uh, you know like screamo and stuff. And this is like with screamo and everything. It was so weird, but like you know, I made it work. I started listening to different things, and and my friends got me into you know a whole bunch of other stuff, and and it was cool. Like I never thought I would like Kill Switch Engage as much, System of a Down, and all that. I mean, System of a Down I've listened to since you, but I didn't like I didn't listen to more of their stuff of what they showed me. With like even with like aerials or, or uh, you know what I, I was mean? actually like, listening to them last night, dude. Oh, dude, it's I just you to listen to to so much other stuff and it, it it grows, you know, it grows your your mindset to just like okay, I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna try that, and hell, even now, dude. Uh, one of the things I did for for New Year's right before New Year's, I kept sharing a song that that I would listen to from Spotify. And I always go to the Discover Weekly or I start a radio station on certain songs, the most obscure stuff people have never heard, and I've. I kept getting message after message going, dude, I never believe I never heard this song. That's so cool. I like this one. Yo, anything else you recommend from these guys? And it's like people don't it's, it's like what we talked about before. People only take what they're given, you know, what's fed to yeah, them. Yeah, and I and I can relate to that. Finding new music, I don't listen oh, to new dude. music. Oh, dude. I I, yeah, I no, I like, listen to the same when thing. When people over tell and over me again. what's what's trending, and I was like, "Oh, this song is good." I'm like, "How?" <laughs> like that's yeah. just that's But ridiculous. Reddit Reddit has helped me with that. Finding yeah. new music. But that's what I mean. Like, dude, there's you have a music library. It's not just all oh, the iTunes anymore like we used yeah. to do back then. Yeah. It's not LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs> Gave my computer AIDS. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But you have so much, so much to go through that you don't realize it. You see it and you consume it and you're like, dude, this is now a song that I like. And then when you see that artist become more popular, like uh, I was uh, listening to M83. They they have a song called Midnight City. And I remember listening to that and going, damn, this is good. And then I, I saw them on uh, they were on that movie Warm Bodies where that song was being played. They had a, a, a movie called Elysium that they did a soundtrack in. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like, they made it out there. And yeah. I heard them when they uh, weren't dude, that, you know. A Day to Remember. The Day to Remember, another one. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, they're huge now. And I yeah. remember, like, I remember going, and, like, I've seen them twice already live. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, when they first started, there were, you know, there were some guys from Ocala, dude. Yeah, and, exactly. And now look at them. They're rock stars now. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. They're, they're real big. It's weird because, like, for me, like, I don't listen to them regularly anymore. Mm-hmm. But I did see them uh, towards the end of November. And their sound so has changed wild. a lot. Their sound has changed. But it's it's wild because, like, I look at them and I'm just like, damn, like, I still, you know, I still like these songs. I still like that. 
but it's been such a journey seeing everything else. You know what I'm saying? That I'd be like, yo, if I, if I see some obscure, uh, band, like let's say, thank you scientist. I, I love that band. It's like listening to Never like a them. weird, a weird anime intro type of oh, music. Really? Yeah. And then I'll they just jump into this, you know, it's, it's so, it's so wild, bro. It's so wild. Cause like, there's stuff out there and people don't know about it. So when people tell me, Hey, you listen to this and I'm like, dude, that's no, I, I but again, <laughs> sometimes I get good recommendations though. In a way, but, in a way it, it comes back to culture and society. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, if you're super Christian and you're conditioned that way, you're not going to listen to all these other things. No. Why? Because it's secular, you know, yeah. Oh, it's not Christian. I, I can only listen to Hill song or like whatever, like Christian and that's the thing, rap. Man. And like, it's, it's like, the same with me and country. Like I started opening up a tiny bit to country, but I don't like that twangy shit. I don't Makes like that me want to shit my pants. Like, <laughs> I like it when it's more bluesy. More yeah. Hot, like you're jamming well, I, I out, like, bro. I like, I forgot uh, the name of it. I think it's called um, something uh, something jazz. Uh, like the newer style. Uh, modern, modern jazz, I think it was called. Okay. Okay. Like that, I like that sound. Um, or even lo-fi, bro. Lo-fi has been... It, yeah. It, it, really calms everyone down like the goes, intro Shit. like yeah, my intro dude yeah, yeah. exactly um, it's just one of those things that people like there there's a market for all this stuff you know and it's just unfortunately we're not at that point where people are going to be more open to it because people just take what's given to them and that, and it sucks but it's like like we're slowly getting into that point where it's like dude you could do this you could listen to that you don't have to just what the TV? How William it's the same way with TV, bro. How William Shakespeare said, "The world's a stage." Yeah, and like and, again, yeah. you take that's what I always what I always come back to. What have you done in this lifetime to really make a difference? You know, what are people gonna remember you for? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how many people just again and 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 there's li- different factors in life. And it's a mind bending question because you just want to be like, "What's my legacy? What's well, this?" What th- do not, not that though, <laughs> dude. But like, there's 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 so many factors at work. Like right now, maybe somebody who has to work three jobs to support a family because they're a provider for their family. They, they don't have time for that creative process. They yeah. don't have, you know. Yeah. You know, maybe they're exhausted, and that's understandable. But at the same time, it's like sometimes you got to make the sacrifice to. Um, to do something creative and a lot of people lack that drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, hell like, there's people I know that would work two jobs, still going to school, has a kid or something, and they still find time to, you know, go out and I believe do I believe it's you know? it's it's uh it's necessary. And again, and I know you want to speak to about this and I and I said something about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um about how when you're hurt, you know, if you hurt a body part, you break your arm, you know, you have a condition, whatever, you go to the doctor. Yeah. Right. You you go to the doctor if if you have, you know, there's doctors for everything. There's cardiologists. There's there's uh, uh, whatever kind of doctor is. You go to that specialist. But yeah. one of the things in society nowadays is that we don't consider mental health. What do you where do you go? And not only that, but admitting you have a problem. Like uh, I'll share know, an all experience. These, all these dark thoughts. Yeah. I'm like I've I've had you know I've. And I think everybody does. Like sometimes you'll be sitting by a bridge, like, "Oh, what if I jumped?" Mm-hmm. Like you have yeah. those thoughts. It's not oh, like yeah. you're gonna act yeah. on it. People don't speak about it, but it's it's, it's true. there. And like, there, what yeah. happens? Like, in, in, it's in, like in, when you're cutting something with a knife, <laughs> and you go, "What if? <laughs> what if I just stab someone?" <laughs> and like, it's what? like you think yeah. about that, but you don't say it out loud because now, like, society doesn't. You know that you don't play around. There's with that. something yeah. wrong with that, and yeah. like, you know, and and like we talked about venting, like. Mm-hmm. It's important to to vent and to let your feelings out because everything again. That's the thing about floating, dude. Like, yeah, 
if you're in a dark place. I'll, in your I'll tell life. you one of my flaws that I've I've still to work on is pretty much uh, talking about stuff when it upsets me. Yeah, me too. I think it's one of those things that I don't know if it's just because it's like as cliche as it sounds. It's like oh, because you're a man and you gotta man up and face your problems and stuff like that. Society's conditioning again and goes Mm -hmm. back to the same thing. And and it's one of those things where it's like you know sometimes with my folks they'll like sit me down be like hey you want to talk about it what's going on, and it's like is as minuscule as it can be. Where most that it's bothered me it's been like oh you know I don't have a girlfriend I don't have a partner. And I, I hate feeling that way sometimes because it's like, look at all the stuff that I have. And if, if this is the way I, I always have the two way thinking about it. The first way of thinking is I'm alone. I hate that I'm alone and I want to spend some time with someone. Right. That's the first way of thinking. And it's like I, I would want to have that. I would want to have that type of companionship, understanding, whatever. That's the end game goal. Cool. But the second way of thinking is, OK, hold on. What do you have going on in your life right now? You got your full-time job. You got your music. You have your gigs. You have your podcast. You have your movies. You have the things that you like to do. Are you willing to make time for for this person? Because they have needs too. They have this too. Think about it. You know, if you're not mentally comfortable, like, you know, compromising because it's always a compromise you got to meet halfway and you can't waste somebody's time and you can't waste somebody's time you can't be like oh babe i would like to go but now i have this podcast episode i have to record i already you know made made uh you know things within uh, plans and whatnot oh no i have this premiere i have to go to i'm sorry you know this and that yeah you could take them along but at the same time you got to take their feelings into consideration maybe they don't like doing that all the time you know what i'm saying and and it's it added to that and then that's where i start going okay you know that but i don't talk about it with people it's always that two-way street of thinking that i have but don't feel bad dude because you have to be selfish yeah you have to be selfish and you have to figure yourself out Mm -hmm. first again you can't help others unless they can help themselves and 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 if you're in a if you're in limbo with yourself and you know uh with your life you know why are you gonna drag somebody into that exactly figure yourself out first yeah and then maybe just maybe even in the process of finding yourself you'll find somebody who's yeah. gonna who's gonna see that i mean you're hell, going my taste that. my taste in women have have changed now to where it's like if they tell me oh i've just been home doing what nothing it's like mm. <laughs> you're not working no i called out uh no i don't know i don't i don't think i yeah, like that you don't have that no i agree can you give me a ride mm. <laughs> i agree it's like do you want a, a mongolic Bro, it's like i find more i have more attraction towards uh women that just love to do something they're either at their job they're working they're they're always busy they always find something to do it's like wow you have no time for me shit you're hot as fuck bro (laughs) (laughs) i love that but i love that because it's like they have a mindset they want to do things they want to you know either put themselves out there whether it be that at their career at school or whatever and they're striving for that and and i love that in a person it's not it's not so one-sided you know what i mean it's like it's not like a girl that just kind of like follows you around like i don't know if you ever seen like with like one of your boys or something just the girlfriend that's always there yeah and there's like she's just a quiet timid type but the first impression is like she doesn't seem interesting you know what i'm saying yeah she doesn't seem like someone you would want to have a conversation with yeah and there's many people that i know that are timid but they're so like dude they there's so much to them but that's the impression they give off you know well because i mean you 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 know depending on how you are if you're not comfortable around people you know, that's the way you're going to be. Now, I do want to share this experience in, in regards to, like, understanding. And I guess this was more about understanding the whole 
mental illness and just how serious it got in my life. My dad had a stroke in 2013 and, you know, fortunately he made it through. He's, you know, he's fine, but, um, he became, he went on disability and he couldn't work again. And he was a truck driver. That was the biggest blow to him. It was like the, the biggest heartbreak he had because when he recovered and came out of the hospital and came to us, you know, like it was the first time I saw my dad, like, like broken, you know what I mean? Because the way he would explain to me, it's like, you know, I can't help but feel sad because now I feel like I can't provide. I feel useless. They don't know anything else. They don't know anything else. Exactly. My dad, my dad, my dad went to a similar thing. He was uh, uh, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Ooh, and it's again, it comes back to the same thing to where I saw him and it changed the way he, uh, he it changed his way of thinking because he thought yeah. he was going to die. Yeah. And it was the same with my dad because like, you know, his heart stopped for a few seconds and they, they brought him back. And, you know, like it was a very close call because it happened in the middle of the night and, you know, we ended up taking him and it was wild, man. It was so wild. And like seeing him in that recovery, it's like, you know, it's, it's great to see him back, but you, you see the, the after effects of it. You know what I mean? And it took a while. It took like a good year for him. He had to go to meetings. He had to go, you know, these group sessions. And even he felt like he didn't belong in that because all he ever knew was just working hard, providing for his family and stuff like that. And there were other people that were just, you know, in drugs and all this other stuff and in rehab. And he also started like thinking, that's not my problem. You know, it's not, that's not the issue that I have. The issue that I have is that now I just feel useless. Why do I feel useless? I got to find other things to do. I never really took time to do other things. And it's like, even through that, he would give me these talks and say, Hey, you want to do this? Go ahead, do it. You know, try this out. I know. Yeah, I know how your dad write. was, dude. I, yeah. I, I and my dad has always been like, he's that, always been supportive. Yeah. He's always been supportive, but there was that time he was just so sad and, and we would be very worried because even he admitted to us that he, he felt like, you know, he should just die. And it's like, I don't know why I thought that way. But it sucks, you know, because it happens. And it's in that whole thing that we brought up earlier. It's that quiet. It's that it's your thoughts playing those games on you. Your mind is a powerful thing. And that's why people, I believe that people, when they know they have, you know, they were just fine. They go to the doctor. They have stage four, whatever. Yeah. After that visit, do they die weeks, months after? Yeah. Because, Mm -hmm. again, that's what prayer is, dude. You know, prayer is believing in something. And we go back to the law of attraction, believing in something so much prayer. You're saying it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might not happen the first few times, but when it eventually happens, it's because you thought of that yeah. enough to yeah. manifest it. And again, it goes it goes both ways. It can be good mm-hmm. and it can be bad because if you're thinking that way and you're in a dark place in your life and you're thinking like, man, I just want to die. I just want to die. I just want to die. Yeah, it might happen. Exactly. You know, and, that, and that's why people don't understand that. And it's just crazy to me because. Yeah, it sucks saying that I went through depression, but I did, dude. And and it's not because of where I am in life. You know, I love my life. It was just my job. You know, the stress of being in that. It drains you, dude. It it, it drains you so much. And it's like. And as much as I'm telling you about how, how, you know, my life has progressed and stuff, my job is not easy. It's a lot of stress. You have to deal with ridiculous people that just have all these expectations from you. And I mean, it's Disney. You know, it's like. I'll give you an example. Where dreams come true. Where, exactly, right? Uh, when the time I started, 2017, they were painting Avatar, the whole Pandora land. Yeah. And it's like, there's these unrealistic expectations because this warehouse isn't really that big. But 
like when it was implemented there, it was in like 2000, you know what I mean? And so you go back to the year 2000, you only have, you know, the four parks and a few resorts, whatever. <laughs> go to 20, you know, 2020, dude, there's like they're all these huge, expansions. Bro. It's a city. It's a city. And they're expecting this tiny warehouse to, you know, just deliver on all these expectations of, hey, we, we're, you know, uh, touching up this place. We're painting this hotel. We're doing a remodel on here. We're doing this, this, this. And most of the stuff I do is like automotive paint and special types of paint that go on. That's metals what you're doing now. That's what I'm doing now. I don't paint anything. I just make the paint. So, oh, I got you. you know, and then they distribute it out there, but it all adds up. And then people take you aside and go, Hey, uh, guys got a question on the phone. Hey, by the way, we have a meeting real quick. We got to talk to you about this project. Hey, we got this, we got that. And it doesn't stop. You know what I mean? And if you don't take that second for yourself to go, okay, I got to do this first, that first, you know, da, 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 da. it just piles up and it goes crazy. And if you don't have that support system there, cause we used to work there with only like five people. Now we got 15. So it really tells you how much, like how much you got to have on deck. It's, it's really exhausting and it drains you by the end of the day. There's some days where I go home, I'll go to the gym, you know, just take my mind off stuff, like play a little bit of music, record a bit. And then other times I just go home and I knock out cause yeah. I can't help it. Like yeah. I could try, I could push myself for it. And, but and not only that, that happens to me because when I'm tired, I'm, I'm, I'm out of it, you know, yeah, like doing, doing yeah. homework. When but you've got to you've got to recharge because if you just can, you constantly push yourself like that and everyone's not the same. You know, I've had those conversations with people because it's like, yeah, I would want to lose a bit of weight and stuff like that. Not because, oh, I just I used to have those thoughts back then, too. We're like, oh, I'm, I'm a fat slob, whatever. But it's like, no, I would want to be you know more active. I don't want to just go through the same routine of work, home, work, home. I want to do other things. And that's when I started developing that thing for myself with the music, with the podcast, with movies. And it's like now I do so much that whatever bothers me at some point, it won't be relevant because I'm distracted, you know, and you got to keep yourself distracted. Sometimes I tell people, take up something you've been interested in. Hey, you like crafting? Dude, just go to a Michaels, go somewhere. Amazon. Hell, Amazon is easy for you to just look at something, pick it, and it arrives same day or whatnot. Yeah, you know, you don't have to you don't have to go and, and dwell on things anymore. You can make it happen. Well that, that that's another thing. Like that stuff right there is mm-hmm. like my, my fiance wanted to start a uh a jewelry making That's what my sister in law does. Business, you know, like making mm-hmm. these type of bracelets. Mm-hmm. And again, oh, what if nobody buys? What if nobody orders? It's like you, you're you already criti- you've already failed because yeah, you're thinking, that. you know, just do it. There was you a girl know? I followed on Twitter that she uh, she was a cosplayer, but then she went into doing that and she shared one time. She's like, you know, I only had, you know, two hundred dollars to my name and then I started this and I didn't get a client for weeks and stuff. And I thought the worst, but then I kept going, went to other conventions, went to this and that, started making money, putting it on internet and everything. And now I have customers. Now my own business, you know, I have my own license. I have my you own have thing. that vision. You have that drive. Exactly. Um, and people don't, people don't go into that thinking that because they're stuck in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're only stuck there. And it's like, you got to follow through. You don't follow through. You don't know. And hell, I'm, I'm a victim of that too, because even when I started my stuff, I was like, I'm, I don't know. This is kind of weird. I don't know if people are going to like it, but you got to go and do it. You don't know what's going to come out of it, man. Yeah. You know? Um, speaking of Disney and stuff like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap up on this, <laughs> on this point, uh, you know, on a, 
something changing the topic completely different. Uh-huh. But you know, I'm I'm glad you're 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 finding ways to you know make make your dreams come true. That's what it's all about. Um, oh, please don't make me go pro Disney. <laughs> no, no, no. So uh, hiya, Danny. Where's my fucking paint? <laughs> <laughs> what, dude? Speaking of Disney, what are your thoughts uh-huh. on the new Star Wars? Okay. Boy, here we go. Well, first I have to I have to understand. It's not going to change my opinion. Did you like it or did, or did you not like it? <laughs> um I loved it. Okay. That's fine. Completely all right with that. I can't lie and say that I wasn't entertained by Rise of Skywalker because I was. There were some things that I felt like the trilogy definitely needed. But here's my problem. And I have all six movies right there, dude. That's that's more than fine. Like, now, I'm, I'm hardcore. Gonna, yeah. Uh, you know, Star Wars before it was like, you know, like. I, I now, here's where my up. here's where my fandom comes in, at least for me. I've always been just pro movies. Always. I've always been about the movies. I've never done the expanded universe stuff. I've never done anything outside of the movies because to me, Star Wars has always been the spectacle of that blockbuster. You know what I mean? It's yeah. always been that. And the moment where you have to expand on stuff, I don't mind that because everything now, you got to milk it. it. I understand. But for me, I always love the movies. The movies just stay. The prequels, as much as you could criticize it, and it's bad where it's bad, definitely. It's like it came from a vision of one guy. He wanted to do it his way. Cool. Now, these Disney movies, the thing that I got to express is that now, after watching this movie, that second movie feels so out of place. Last Jedi feels so out of place for me. I agree. So, like, I didn't enjoy Last Jedi. And at the same time, I wasn't one of those internet geeks going like, ah, they fucking ruined my childhood. No. This is the weirdest part. And I'll, I'll start off with this. <laughs> How is it that you have that casino scene, right? And you have Rose talking to Finn. And when they're looking for the guy, when they're looking, when they're for, looking for the guy yeah. and she goes up and she says, war is the one thing that just blah, blah, blah is so bad. And capitalist is bad. And these people supply it. She's telling this to the one guy who's already experienced war and was <laughs> part of a system that was going through it. Okay. Now, mind you, I hate what they did with Finn overall, because I feel like Finn had so much potential even with the rise of Skywalker, they just pretty much hinted. He's oh, like he's, a, uh, he's got some uh, force ability. He's like problem. a number two now. He's, he's like a like, number two. Yeah, almost like uh, you watch Game of Thrones. Yes, with yes. Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't want it. I don't want. It. <laughs> <laughs> She's my queen. Yeah. Uh, so, so here's my problem. Like, Last Jedi set up so many things and left it in a way where you just go where the hell are they going to go with this right yeah i agree and and with ray it was like okay she's no one you know what i was fine with that a lot of people said that they didn't like that for me i'm like you know what let it be separate from skywalkers let me let it be separate from kenobi all that shit just all right let her do her own thing i get it cool and then in this next movie they undo all that they gave her storyline of being no one to finn I don't know if you know what I mean. Dude, like I saw the movie in 4D, mm-hmm. and that was my first 4D movie. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because of that, but I enjoyed it, dude. Like everybody, I was felt like, oh, the sand. It's on my bad. asshole. <laughs> it's bad. It's this and that. It's like no, no. I think for me, where where it starts, where I start getting angry about it, is altogether. You know what I'm saying? Because now the story is inconsistent. Well, they have to do that, dude, because they have to. Again, they're already working on, what, on the next movie already. And I think Taika Waititi's probably taking it. The guy from Thor Ragnarok. 
The guy really? who directed, yeah. They're probably going to go with That's another him. problem, dude. They switch these directors back Oh, and, and this forth. is, but this is where my anger comes in. See, people just like, there's did some JJ friends Abrams of mine. Did J.J. Abrams do the last one? He did, yeah, Rise of Skywalker. But. No, no, this. Uh, yeah, Rise of Skywalker. What was the one before that? Last Jedi was Ryan Johnson. Really? Yes. Then now, that that's where, where I want to get into it a bit with the Disney Star Wars stuff. Because to me, the one movie, and I know you might feel different, the one movie that felt the closest to Star Wars in, in its aesthetic, in its look, but not in the story because the story and the characters were really lacking, Rogue One. Rogue One had yeah. the closest look of what a 1970s movie would yeah. be yeah. in modern times. I like that one too. I love the scale of it. Like when they showed towards the end, of the third act of the movie, I always loved the battle sequence was great and all, but I didn't feel like anything was at stake because obviously you know what's going to happen at the end. But disregarding that... The scale of like the adats, you know, the ATATs just going and the guy looking up and you're like, holy shit, look at this thing. The way they shot that Death Star, making it look like it's a menacing thing while you're forgetting the fact that they did a planet size one in Force Awakens and you just didn't give a shit about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. Like, there's no. There's no creativity to because these things they're, anymore. They're, I I feel like they 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 but that's they run about out, out of ideas. Out of dude. ideas, it's it's creatively exhausted because it's like, well, what do you do? And it's like J.J. Abrams' approach of it is, well, that was a Death Star. Fuck it, let's just make it a planet size <laughs> one. Yeah, just it's like, it all right, bigger. we did the planet size one. What are we doing for Rise of Skywalker? Well. All the Star Destroyers have planet-killing capabilities. Why? What? Why are we multiplying this by a thousand? So it's like, it's cool in theory. because But they're in another page. dimension. Uh, exactly, right? I thought they were going to do some time-traveling shit because that's what every franchise ends up doing towards the end of their run. It's like, oh, uh, Doctor Who does its stuff with time travel all the time. No, for its finale, let's just start it all over from the beginning and then come back. It's like, Why? Dude, like you can't think of anything else. Same thing. There's with the, Hollywood for you. And it still and made yeah. a billion dollars. And it still made a billion dollars, which that's fine and dandy. But mind. at the end of the day, I always tell people this at the end of the day, and this cor- correlates to what we've been talking about. Money does not mean everything. Box office to me does not mean shit because it just means a lot of people. Went it out doesn't. Yeah, exactly. But then you look at the after the, good market the, the results. Yeah. And then you look at the results. Oh, uh, people are not satisfied with it. Critics didn't like it, but now the people loved it. And then Last Jedi, critics liked it because it was extremely different. But people didn't like it. The fans didn't like it because it just went against everything that was set up in Force Awakens. How are you going to set up that? Look, her her bloodline is important. Force Awakens left it as, oh, she's she's this important character. Who could she be? She's powerful. Who is this? She freaking Jedi mind tricked someone on her first try. She went against Kylo Ren, who was trained by Luke Skywalker and all this and was in the dark side. And and she did that. Dude, she's got to be important. No, you're no one. <laughs> so how does that? It feels anticlimactic, yeah. you know? As much as I liked it, the execution of it didn't feel right because I'm like, that's not what was set up. You know what I'm saying? And granted, when Empire Strikes Back came out, Yes, the whole reveal of Darth Vader being Luke's father was crazy. And some people didn't like that either. But there was still a story being told there because it only concentrated on your five or six main characters. Whereas with this new trilogy, this series, you got Poe, you got uh, Rey, you got Finn. So you're thinking, okay, this is going to concentrate between them, Kylo. But now you got the old people back too. It blew my mind. Dude, you can't (laughs) lie though. It didn't blow your mind when when, uh, Palpatine was back. I hated it. You weren't. Expecting I didn't know because here's the problem. And with like Palpatine how she is like the granddaughter. Like, well, what? well, but, but Bro! <laughs> here's the problem that I have with that. The fact that Palpatine is back. It's like 
first off, it undoes everything that was important to Anakin Skywalker. Because his whole arc was what? He fell to the dark side. He was a, a guy who had so much potential as a Jedi. They put him as the chosen one and everything else. And he went through his tragedy and finding his kids again and thinking that he couldn't be redeemed. He redeemed himself by killing the, the, the fucking, you know, embodiment of evil. Yeah. You know, brought back balance to the force or whatnot, even though now technically he was never gone. So what the fuck was the point of that? So yeah. it undoes that for yeah, me. He killed Mace Windu, bro. I know. He killed Samuel Jackson. But Sam Jackson dies in every movie. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but but that's what I mean. Like, it's like his arc and his story was always important because like even the prequels help. The prequels, the most I enjoy is just Revenge of the Sith. But it still delivers on that story of this is a guy that. You know, he thought he was going to save his, his the person that he loved. He didn't. He fell to the dark side. He he became a slave to it. He thought there was no way for him to, to come back from that. And at the very last moment, he decides to come back and do something about it. Yeah. Just so his kid doesn't get killed, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's poetic. It's great. But to bring him back, it's like, I would have been fine if they brought back Snoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, Snoke, yeah, it was crazy that they killed him off on that. But I'm like, Dad, there's got to be like more so, to it's that. It's like so much work. But and then what did up. they do? What did they do with him? They put him in, like, pickles in a jar. Talking yeah. about his clones. I'm like, this is stupid. What? Yeah, no, no, this I agree. Dumb. Maybe I just watched it for, like, the movie well, itself. Well, that's the thing, too. Because now, like, when I talk to my friends about it, it's like, what is Star Wars to you? Is Star Wars something that just revolves around the Force, the Skywalkers, Palpatine, and, and that? Is that it? Because the world building itself for the new trilogy wasn't wasn't that well done. Mm -hmm. How are you going to tell me that the First Order has this grip on the galaxy now, taking out the New Republic, when at the very end of the trilogy, now all these ships and all these people come back to fight? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. And they try to justify that by saying, well, they demilitarized... Uh, a bunch of uh, you know, a bunch of the ships and the military and this and that. It's like and they have an army, but no, now they got it's just a bunch of <laughs> random people. <laughs> Bro, that killed me. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what, what, what are we talking about here? What are we doing? So, again, this falls back to people then telling me, "Oh, you're thinking too much of it. You're supposed to turn your brain off." Excuse me. When we watched the first, uh, like, couple of movies that came out with the original trilogy, you didn't have to turn your brain off. You knew I'm what sorry, was going I'm a fan. off. You know, <laughs> it's still real to me. Damn it. Yeah. Um, the thing, <laughs> the thing with me is that the, the story itself, it's always about story, bro. It's not, it's not like, well, if you look at the agriculture of that year, I don't think about it that way. I think about it. Okay. If Palpatine was gone and he was doing this army for all this time, what is the point? Especially when people bring up, oh, if you didn't see the extended universe, whatever, and Battlefront 2, it's like a video why game. Should why should I am have I going, to? Why, why, why yeah. am I going to a video game? It's got to be presented in the movie. It's not presented in the movie. When he came out the first time in Return of the Jedi, he was an imposing person. Like, you saw his, you saw a glimpse of him. There was hinted in Empire Strikes Back, and you go, who the hell is this devilish-looking guy? Yeah. Okay. Revenge of, uh, Return of the Jedi comes in. They present him and you go, who the hell is this old hag? What can he do? And then what, what did they add to the lore? They gave him lightning. Not because, oh, what's something brand new that we can add? Like, no, 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 no. They gave him lightning because it wasn't established up to that point that you can do that, right? And when they show him doing that, they go, shit, the dark side, you can't fuck with that. That's some crazy <laughs> shit. So then... That's some woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> so then when they go to this new trilogy, one thing that I will admit that I loved 
was when they introduced Kylo Ren and Poe shoots that laser at him and he holds it midair. That guy's the ugliest guy in the world. He's bro. the ugliest guy in the world. Damn, I'll get to I that. Can, I can do Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's ugly. The biggest nose. Yeah, just, yeah, no, but he holds that, that thing, right? And I go, holy crap, what kind of powers does this guy have? What other powers does he have? <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm saying. What did they develop as a, oh, Kylo Ren's a guy you can't mess with. Why? What has Raid suffered? Because he throws tantrums. What What has Raid suffered? Let me ask you that. What ha, What obstacle had, did she ever go through compared to Luke or Anakin? Finding who her family <laughs> was. <laughs> Nothing else, really. Well, that's what I mean. It's like her Trying arc, to, to, to talk to Luke? Like, uh, <laughs> here's, here's where my issue comes in. Luke Skywalker, farmer boy. His family gets killed. He has nothing else to live for. You know what? Let's do this. I'm going to do this mission. I'm going to make something of myself. Goes off in an adventure. He ends up destroying the Death Star. He has this encounter with Vader. He finds out that he has his family lineage uh, lineage, and all this stuff. But he fails. He fails at Empire Strikes Back. He didn't f- fully train. And not only that, he lost a limb. He lost his hand. Yeah, yeah. He suffered. By the beginning of Return of the Jedi, you see this arc where they time jumped and they continued and they go, dude, this guy's a badass now. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's not taking the safe approach. He wants something. He's going to choke the shit out of people yeah. to get there. And then you look at Rey and it's like the first mistake they made was from The Force Awakens to Last Jedi. It was literally like a five minute interval in between those movies. They didn't time jump or anything. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So it's like you continue this and you mean to tell me. That she's going to have some type of feeling for Kylo uh, from Force Awakens to Last Jedi. She became friends with uh, with Han Solo. She saw a father figure in him. She witnessed Kylo kill one of her father figures <laughs> to then later go train with Luke, who she's never seen, who, who a few days ago she thought was just a myth. Yeah. And then go into this whole thing about trying to train or whatnot. Has that that force Skype call with Kylo, and then start thinking force Skype call, <laughs> <laughs> and then start thinking, oh, you know, maybe we could save him. Bitch, are you crazy? You just called him a monster like twenty yeah, minutes ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it feels it felt so like shoved down your throat. Like it's a conspiracy, bro. And then, and that's what like to me, it's it's a story, dude. The ultimate bad guy for this new trilogy should have been Kylo Ren. It should have been. And because you thought that's shows, where they were going to go with it. But. And that's where you think you were going to go with it. But instead, it's like, oh, no, I'm a, I'm a good guy now. Whatever. I'm, I'm going to I have schizophrenia. So I'm going to think so of my dad now? and just, you know, he apologized. I apologize. I didn't even have to apologize. He's yeah, like, so like what now? That's the question. What do you do with them? Now they have the Mandalorian. Now, now Ray is like all powerful, all great. She never suffered any consequences, literally no consequences whatsoever. She's perfect at, at everything that she does. Finn, the only thing I've been interested with Finn and Poe is because Poe had that leadership role he had to attend to. But even that was fucked up because they don't tell him what the plan is in Last Jedi whatsoever. Yeah, they, and they, I'm they like, are, dirty. You, are we seriously doing this? Why are we? What are we doing? What is this? And it's it's annoying because it, it for Disney, I always thought they were just serving this agenda of like, look, we want to put a female character out there. I have no problem with that whatsoever. You want to do that? That's fine. But you got to give me a good story. You got to give me a person that is going to, first off, she's going to suffer suffer consequences to her actions. She's going to get herself hurt. She's not going to look a pretty face British, you know, woman yeah. from beginning to end. And all you changed was her clothes, her color from, you know, dark to, to white. A different color lightsaber. 
and and that's what that's what's annoying to me because Star Wars to me has always been about look yes it takes place in a galaxy that that has you know battles and all this stuff but the main focus has always been about its characters the problem with th- this new story is that they gotta not only attend to their new characters but the old ones as well they're too deep bro. and the and the number and the one thing that that has always pissed me off is the fact that we never got a reunion of all three main characters they're they're in too deep they're and, in too deep and and it's like instead they go okay we're doing it every two years every two years so it's like you know on page it sounds great but what's what's the roadmap yeah. what are we doing yeah and that's why we talked about it earlier they didn't it now it feels out of place so now you just feel like watching force awakens to the rise of Skywalker because last Jedi just feels completely out of place. Yeah. There's no purpose for it. I think with Mandalorian, I loved Mandalorian. There's some things that I haven't that, watched it. There's some things that made me feel like, cause it's only like half an hour each episode. Well, I haven't watched it. I don't have Disney plus. I got to <laughs> Now that you remind me, I got to take off Disney plus now that that wrapped up. <laughs> well, because it's too many streaming services yeah. out there. But anyway, um, the the problem I had with Mandalorian was that there's some things that felt like it was too much like what's it called like plot filler like just kind of side filler not not anything that was important but as soon as you start having that thought of like well that was kind of like a waste of time it, like the episode ends so you don't yeah. feel like you're wasting your time yeah the the last few episodes are great but like it I understand the purpose because they have to establish this character it's a character yeah. you never you've never known before but the reason why i like it more is that yes it's the aesthetic of star wars but at the same time it's completely separate yeah it's another from everything and that's something that i've been wanting i've wanted a bounty hunting uh star wars type of show or content that is just separate from everything because to me star wars has a, a very rich world that the lore itself it's like there's other creatures there's other stuff the one show or franchise that i feel like has really uh succeeded with that for a bit but then they they suffer the same thing because they end up going back to the same shit as Star Trek. Because Star Trek was I always well, well with Star Trek, the reason why I say it is because like they they do have like either a monster of the week or a villain of the week or something like that. But the thing that it's impressive about them is that they they are more conservative as to where Star Wars is all blasting you know action yeah. fun. They're more thinking. They're more political. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. what's better for the planet? What's better for us to do? Do we save these people, let them die or let, you know, this virus continue to affect other people? I say fuck it's, Yeah, exactly. So it's it's uh, it's one of those things that I always like it when a franchise tries something new and some don't do it right. Hell, you have a uh, you have a thing with like the, the, the new Doctor Who, which is a woman now. A lot of people went against it. But I said, you know what? Let's try it out. But unfortunately, it didn't do well for me. Why? Because the story doesn't land. She she just goes off being more of a person that, oh, she's our, our secret weapon. Whereas the other ones, it was like he he felt so like in, he didn't he couldn't make up a choice about whether to help out or not. Because, again, it was the same thing. Do I help these people out and save as many as I can? Or do I let the planet just, you know, destroy itself and just let it be contained there and not affect other planets? It's always that what's the lesser evil? You know what I mean? And I've always liked that. And not that I want that. Not that I want that in in all of media. But it's just the fact that it's got to be a good story and good characters. If it's not there, then I'm not going to like it. That's why I've had my problems with... uh, with the uh, the new Star Wars, because even with the new stuff they have at Disney, people are not going, bro. Yeah. It's low attendance. 
there's something going on. Oh, uh, so well, say. just put a just put the 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 Han Solo lookalike up there. Just uh, just get the Pal- get get Palpatine. We'll put him up there. It's not so much that, bro. Yeah. People like that because they they grew up with that. They they enjoy that character. But if you don't provide another character that it can be like that or different from that and grow upon that, then there's nothing new you're adding here. Yeah, we're just doing? going we're just going back to the same thing we started from. That's why. For me, Star Wars, and I know I've ranted a long time now about it. Star Wars is just, there's more that you can do with it. There's more you could expand upon with it. And when people tell me, well, yeah, there's a whole expanded universe that they have. I'm like, yeah, Disney redconned that. So, so much for you telling me to go read the expanded universe. Why should I read it? It's nothing. Now they're recreating all these things, taking from the redcon expanded universe that that they just canceled. You know what I'm saying? They They take now from all these other mediums. That were done from other artists and other people that contributed to it. And now they're molding it to their vision. And that is just terrible. Yeah, no, I agree. You know what I mean? Because Disney's always <laughs> been like that. Oh, you know, all these classic stories. Little Mermaid, you know, freaking uh, Beauty and the Beast and uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. We're going to Disneyfy it now. It's, it's, it's done in our vision. That's how the stories are going to go now. It's not those stories ended in tragedies. We're happy. We're happy. You know, we're this and that. We're Hamlet. Nah, nah. Let's give him Lion King. Lion <laughs> King is going to work, you know? And it's like. Disney's notorious for that. And it's like now you look at it. If you look at it from from my perspective that I've been watching media and just looking at the behind the scenes stuff. It's like Disney has a movie out almost every month. They you know, bro, it's a business and it's dog. a business and they're taking over all that. So where's the creativity? You know I, what I'm I saying? Agree. Same thing with the directors of these movies. First, they had Colin Trevorrow, who did uh, Jurassic World. They had him for episode nine. What the what ended up happening? He came up with a few movies after uh, Jurassic World that didn't do so good. Disney went, we don't like your ideas. Out. Gareth Edwards, the one I mentioned for uh, he he did Rogue One, which was my favorite. They had to do reshoots, and they did it without him. They did it without yeah. him, so they got a guy named Tony Gilroy to do the the editing and the reshoots, and they didn't ask for him back. He doesn't want to work with Star Wars anymore, and he was a big Star Wars fan. He thought it was getting a good break because he was an independent film artist. So now it's like they're getting these small time directors, these big budgets and everything because they think, oh, we could just whip him into shape and he'll do well, whatever like we want. Whatever to the wall and whatever sticks. Stick. And at the same time, you have um, Lord and Miller who did a Lego movie. They did uh, Cl- Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, I believe. They did all these funny little movies and stuff like that. And um, they bring him on to do Solo, that Han Solo movie. They re- finished it. They redirected 90% of that movie. And they fired him. They fired them, I have to say. They replaced them with Ron Howard instead to do the whole move, pretty much the whole movie over again. And what did they end up doing for the year 2018? They went to Sony and then they helped finish uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And yeah. then they won the Oscar, the Academy Award for Best Animated Movie. I like that movie a lot. Bro. And it's like, you mean to tell me that they couldn't deliver on a Star Wars movie? Get yeah, out of here. Yeah. You know, that I don't believe it's that argument. They don't, they don't give them enough uh, freedom. Yeah. They, so. don't, they don't give these people enough freedom because at the end of the day, it's Disney going, it's got to be safe for everyone. Yeah. We gotta, and it's like, I tell people at the same time, I'm like, okay, you love Disney. You, you're crazy about Disney. Do you really think they spend $4, $4 billion on Star Wars to appease the fans? No. 
because they make a movie, they streamline it, put Disney on it, and put Star Wars on it. People are going to go and flock to no it. No matter what. They did it at first, but then yeah. as the years went on, it's like, wait, we're getting a Star Wars movie every year? Eh, people realize feels, it, yeah. Exactly. So then people just kind of went, nah, I don't, nah, I don't well, want and this And again, anymore. this comes back into like everything that we've talked about. It's all about. a business, man. All full circle. <laughs> it's all part of the it, it, Again, call it a conspiracy. Call it whatever you want to call it. <laughs> It comes full circle and they're going to. But know. I always tell people, don't get creatively bankrupt because you see everything else the way it is. Because, yes, uh, you know, cynicism is a thing. And, yeah, you have to kind of call out the bullshit on it. But you shouldn't let it affect your craft. You have so much power yourself from your mind to your hands to your thoughts to put out anything out there. And there is an audience for it, whether you think yeah. there is or not. Even I if do. you don't get attention on it for the first couple of weeks or months or hell, even years, keep going. You people get Stick their breaks. It. You know, yeah. people have their breaks and they end up getting something to them. So I think that's a I think that's a really good. Uh, I think that summarizes everything that we've talked about. I think that's a good ending. Point. Hell yeah. Uh, damn, Danny. Yeah, let me bring up one tiny thing. I never thank you enough for that. <laughs> That time back in high school, or I don't think it was high school. I think it was middle school, towards the end of middle school, where I had a guitar and you had the piano. <laughs> and it was like one day you came over to my house and you're like, dude, let's try something. And we didn't know shit on any of them. You yeah. had that same little scale that you would play. Yeah. I was just going, da, 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 da. and I don't know whose thought it was. I want to say it was probably you. You were like, you want to switch? For a couple of <laughs> you want to switch that's for a couple happened. of days? Ever and that's then. what happened. I went on with the piano, he went on with the guitar, bro. I swear, bro, there's one of those things that I feel like if that wouldn't have happened, like, I don't know where my life would have gone, bro. It's hey, really one of those things that's that, like, li that's life, dude. That's life, man. Um, I really appreciate you coming out today. No, thank you for we having can, me. We could, we could definitely do another We're episode. We definitely are. We can yes. uh, break down movies or whatever. Hell yeah. Do. And I'll bring you over with, with the guys and we'll just laugh it up and just have a good time. We'll do something, dude, but. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll end it on that note. Yep, yep. Uh, what's your social media, Danny? So social media. Follow me anywhere from Instagram, Snapchat, or even YouTube at Daniel Rockstar. But it's spelled like this. It's Daniel, then R-C-K-S-T-R. I've had that same username for like years. You guys have no idea. Years. And what's the podcast? Because you guys talk The about podcast is Dude What Cool Podcast. Just look for it all together. Dude What Cool It's podcast. everywhere, right? It's everywhere. Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere. Okay, cool. So you guys heard it from him. Uh, we're going to go ahead and end it there. Hell uh, yeah. Till next time. Till next time. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you stuck around this long and enjoyed this episode. Remember to follow us on social media at the Juan on Juan podcast. You can shoot me an email if you want to be on. If you want to hear anything that you know you want me to talk about, uh, Shoot me an email at uh, Podcast at gmail.com. And thank you for the support. Until next time.